Hey, and five, four, three. Yo, what the fuck is going on? It's your boy Shinobi Games. We back in this bitch. It's another one. Aim for the bushes. Well, we basically just talk our shit. Um, episode eleven in this bitch, right? Yeah. No, it's eleven. It's eleven. I mean, we not that far in to be forgetting numbers. Flying by is crazy. Uh, you know, as usual, Taurus in the building, Matt yeah, the Problem, we got Moan in the building, we got a special guest stopping in, uh, transitioning them in as smoothly as possible, a uh, little different, little different take on things today, but you know, as always, we coming in from the prestigious Minneapolis, where niggas like me... <laughs> <laughs> Come through super fresh. You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know how to explain this shit. Got the, the perfect got the skin criteria, bro. The Mark Jacob, you know what I'm saying? Top with your with your standard white jeans. You okay, know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, okay. I feel like shit kept every, the hat on though. Every you know what? How you make the word me sound so I could do this, you know what I'm saying? But I got the Yeah, head yeah, on, toss that you know motherfucker on. Let's see what's going on. Ah, I could do this. Ah. You know what I'm saying, but uh, it's not the beach. It's not the beach right now. You know what I'm saying. So I don't want to. I don't want to destroy the motherfucking whole YouTube channel, like in the YouTube verse, by setting shit on fire like that. Put a lot of pressure on yourself. But it's just you had to come with it. You know what I'm saying. That's what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So like. We're gonna see. Keeping you know, keeping it going. You know, niggas like me, fashion, everything, art, Minneapolis, prestigious. You know what I'm saying? This is crazy though. When did this nigga become this fashion nigga? Never that guy ever since day one. I just got, I got bored. I got, I got, I got bored. You know what I'm saying? Just start dressing. It's gonna be that fashion motherfucker now. It ain't really a fashion thing. It's just let me. I'm just. Nah, it's a fashion. I'm just, you know. Doing my thing, I guess, is really what they so call it. So, what made you decide to do this all of a sudden? Um, just bored. Yeah, just saw some shit on Facebook ads or something. <laughs> <laughs> they got me. Just gonna get tired of it. But any, do we got anything new as far as what Minneapolis is known for? I mean, we always go through our shit. There's a long, long list, but uh. I don't know. Is there anything? A lot of lame shit. Just not <laughs> you said about. a lot of lame shit? Yeah. Nigga. Y'all don't got nothing? Nah. Then I'm right, going to have to go through the usual spiel. So, coming to you straight from Minneapolis. Y'all know what it is. Home of Purple Rain, you know, Prince. You know exactly how that get down. Bob Dylan, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, Mighty Ducks, George Floyd protests. Justice for George Floyd with the Chauvin trial, Cohen Brothers, um, Mayo Clinic, Best Buy, Target. All right, now y'all get it, okay? Shit. So, anyways, Taurus, how you feeling? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good, man. Weather's nice. Getting back outside. Uh, they fucking ended that shit, so let's oh, see yeah. how this shit go. They said they yeah. wrapped it up, they said so. I, I completely forgot about let's it. Let's see, uh... Yeah, talk about that. They little. ended the mask mandate, so now now you now niggas can't yell at you no more for. You know what <laughs> I mean, I guess motherfuckers can still have it if they want to. I guess so. It's up to the, so the business. But you prepared for it either way. I mean, what are they gonna do? What, what, what yeah, the they, they already said they're not gonna legally like enforce it, so they can't do shit. What's going on with you, Matt? Man, you know, same old, pretty much. When uh, when uh, 
shopping for the kids a little bit this weekend at the mall and had that extra money and shit on you. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what I You had a few extra hundred dollars. Let me go ahead and get the kids something. That's yeah, got a stand up guy some right fits, there. You know, some shoes. See, put that extra bread straight to the kids. <laughs> Come on, man. Big time shit. So you got them some clothes and back to school? Clothes and some shoes. Oh, no, nah, school's about to be over. Nah, I, just, they just, I just felt like they needed some clothes. You got them the motherfucking Jordans for a buck fifty? The Jordans for the preschool big kids is one fifty. Sometimes remember there was one fifty for the. I think it's great. School. School. Preschool, uh, preschool. His, the size that he's wear, or the yeah, the size that he wear is cheaper. I got him some Jordans. They were sixty five. Preschool. Yeah, he size two. You weeks, see two, what I'm wearing, nigga. Weeks. I don't wear no motherfucking Jordans, nigga. Uh-huh. What Jordan? wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you, ma? Uh, chilling. You know, happy. I get the hoop again outside finally. Oh yeah, you know, D Rider just tore his uh, ace, what did he tore? Achilles. His Achilles yeah. don't go fuck around out there and do the same thing. He was just talking about getting yeah. it. He had a tear. I can't be, I can't be doing. He was that. just talking about. Was he not just talking about? I had gotta get surgery. D. Mom. Oh mom. Oh, oh, on my knee, but that I mean that's that's minor shit. Knee yeah. surgery is minor shit. I mean, okay. I I can still run and jump. So. You just gotta stay off the knees, bro. <laughs> <laughs> came through a little. He came through without the shorts today. He actually wore some pants. I heard, heard motherfuckers talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Um, we can't got, do shit right here. We got gotta, shorts is my fucking calves. We gotta come correct. You Piss know what I'm saying? So we gotta come correct, and we gotta, you know, just keep leveling up every. You know, that's what this. This is fuck not fuck enough. Fuck you should have worn a ass. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe a tank top. You said that what? I said the John Stockings is. He should have came in those. The jo- oh, the John. <laughs> just a just a middle finger. We actually everybody. call those the Lonzo balls now. Oh, the Lonzo's now. The balls. <laughs> the Lonzo balls. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. What's up with you, bro? How you doing? Ah, uh, what is up with me? Shit. Uh, thank you for asking. No problem. Um, what's up with me? Nothing really. Uh, you know. Just did a little shopping, you know what I'm saying? Nothing <laughs> <laughs> crazy, uh, you know. You live you over there at Nordstrom Rack heavily now. You overdosed. <laughs> Actually, I stepped up and went into Nordstrom's. The actual Nordstrom's, okay. Yeah, Nordstrom, not Nordstrom. Because that's some, like, Nordstrom Rack's, you're trying to get a, maybe a pair of quick shoes real quick. If that, you fuck around and get one pair of anything. I'll just start fucking with Burlington's heavy. With Burlington, yeah. this nigga the same thing as Nordstrom Ragged. Nah, type bro. shit for jackets, no, maybe. Like shit, <laughs> Got some tight little kicks in there. Maybe scamming niggas. <laughs> I haven't really. I don't know. I haven't. You know, it's just chill for me. It's not not no new updates. I'm going to the Dominican Republic in a couple weeks. Um, getting ready for that. So nah, just spending money. I ain't, you know not really happy about it. Birthday I, coming up. Well, I ain't gonna be out there. This money ain't making you happy, my nigga. He <laughs> <laughs> nah. just admitted it on camera. Money doesn't uh, make me happy, nah. I mean, that's. Are you one of those people that believe it doesn't make you happy? Money. Am I happier with more money? No, I'm. Um, I guess I'm more freed up. But that equates to happiness. It's more comfortable. Right? So you're money one of those people. Cause you to be <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm more freed up because you could definitely be more. You could definitely be more stressful with money, more money. You could be. Does money make you happy? It doesn't. So you're one of those people that doesn't believe money make you happy. Money doesn't buy happiness. Yeah, I don't believe that. Money's not a huge motivator for me, but for some reason, I'm just good at getting it. That's bullshit. (laughs) That's facts. I'm, I'm saying money makes you happy. It has to be a motivator, though, right? 
Mm. I think what I the things I want to get from with money are motivate me, not the money necessarily. But money buys you I mean, things. It's damn near the same. Make you happy. It's exactly the same. You want to get the money. Mm-mm. I just want to be able to do whatever I want to do. That takes money. Exactly. People try to deny the part about the money. And say, <laughs> well, what I really want is this, but the money you have to get the money to get the shit that you claim you want. So ah uh, nah, I'm you know it's just like I said for me it's not really a ton about money. I could give a shit less because because it comes and it goes. I ain't really tripping on it. He one of them niggas. <laughs> it's cool. I get it. Anyways, what do we got to talk about today? <laughs> we got. Uh, I wanted to kick it off with the with the Hall of Fame stuff. We got two Hall of Fame scenarios. I'm gonna let Moan actually lead with the first one. Moan and Matt, y'all the, you know, y'all still got the hooping in the heart. I think a little bit. It's always gonna be in the heart. Uh, Kobe, KG, Tim Duncan Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, what uh, happened? Timmy Catchings. Okay, what's going on with it? I didn't catch any of it. Fill me in. Did it air on TV? Yeah. Oh, it did. Yesterday. Pull, 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 pull up some oh, deets on it, man. I didn't even know it. I thought it was. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was going to air at a later date. That's what I thought. So I didn't even try to look it up. I just seen like little clips and shit. But and what 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 happened, Mo? How did it go? We had we had five inductees. Yeah, I didn't really care about the other ones besides Tim Duncan, Kobe, and Garnett. Who had the best? Obviously, Kobe's not there, so we could speak on that last. But between Duncan and Kobe, I mean, speech-wise, I feel like I like Kevin Garnett's the best. He's, he's definitely more in it. I mean, he was he was, he was trying to be a little jokey with it, you know, put a little humor he, in it. Did he crack any decent joints? It was kind of awkward. Nobody laughed. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to make jokes off, and it was like, yeah, I, I seen a headline where he was like, his his only regret was he should have went to Boston sooner. He did I say he something else. He did say he, he was said he regretted that he didn't bring Minneapolis a championship. Yeah, yeah that's what he said. Did he say and that? Then too? He said um, he's going to help rebuild Minneapolis. Yeah. Oh, nice. He, he said that. Like <clears throat> did he say I regret? Times. That I didn't go to Boston soon? I didn't hear that. No, he just said, he just said, I regret not winning a championship in Minneapolis. Yeah, that's what I, I saw a headline saying he he regretted not going to the Celtics sooner. That might have been clickbait. I didn't or, catch or it that. wasn't during a speech. I, I didn't, didn't catch that. I saw that clip. You know, you can never trust the headlines. What was Tim Duncan talking about? <sighs> they got his young just, man shit just, on with his dreads and shit. Thanking everybody. <laughs> what does he do? Little Tim Duncan, boring shit. <laughs> just, just looking at him about like as I think a, he's a, a fun boy. This man, this <laughs> you gotta respect Tim him Duncan and dreads just don't go together. I think he needed the dreads. Something he it makes him look edgy, but it doesn't at the same time. It's like he's like he's you know who he is. You know he's not edgy. Yeah. He looks like he's terrified to speak His at all times. Career, he was like, I'm not he's like, this is like the most nervous I've ever been. He said that. Yeah. Right. So he wasn't talking about shit just like I want to suck Popovich's dick and, and David Robinson. <laughs> David Robinson's dick. Yeah. Uh, Who skipped you know. a game to be there, by the way? Popovich did. Did he? Mm. Yep. You see, Pop had the long hair out and shit like a don. Yeah, I feel like he is a don. <laughs> he is a don. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's been. Yeah, I bet y'all don't life. remember uh, Rudy Tomjanovich though. Rockets coach. I remember him. That's the only. I just remember. What him year was that? NBA Live. NBA Live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That had I to be like the two thousands. Yeah, uh, uh, of course, uh, Vanessa's. Yeah, I was gonna say, let's get to that. Was a tearjerker. I heard Jordan was involved with that. Jordan just put he his, walked her up there. Yeah, walked her up there and shit. Didn't say nothing. Not Jordan's really. trying to get all in on the Kobe shine. I, I, that's how I feel. I mean, 
mean, they were close. Hmm. I don't know if they were. I mean, obviously Kobe respected him because he was Jordan. They they said it was like they, brothers. Yeah, they they spoke quite a bit. I think they oh. asked him too. Like they was trying to get him. They wanted him to. I don't know if he just inserted them. No, Vanessa asked him to do it. What does Jordan be? Does Jordan like elevate the Kobe situation? Him, does him present like bringing up Vanessa Bryant elevate? I don't his Hall of Fame. I don't think there's any nah. more you can do to elevate Kobe Bryant at this point. Well, of course you're including gonna say Michael that. Jordan. You're gonna say that. I mean, but he was an icon before he died. So I think that was just the perfect person just to be honoring him and speaking on him. I mean, that was just like his like one of his top. Said that was, was big clear. That was like his his dad, his daddy. So type shit yeah you know well disrespectful what you're saying like you know it, it sucked up. I didn't for some reason I had no interest in watching her even I, I, I just wanted to hear what Kevin had to say a little bit obviously the Vanessa Bryant Kobe Bryant like it's yeah. just still very very sad yeah I was just talking to uh, Soy about this last night just like damn the fact that Soy and Donnie the fact that he died with his daughter is just it, to keep thinking about that it's just like oh, yeah. I don't even want to think about it you know what I mean so I kind of stay away from it because it's a little sad but um, yeah I stopped uh, watch, watching Kobe highlights ever since he died like I used to watch that shit like every other day just random YouTube videos him doing I like still, cold I shit check some now I just really don't be you know one to look at him yeah this should be taking time man it's, 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 it's still for like it just happened not too long ago so. but uh nonetheless congrats to all you know obviously we knew Duncan and Brian and KG it's nice that they all kind of went together is this together. the greatest uh, Hall of Fame class ever I wouldn't know cause I don't pay attention it's enough it's definitely up there you know I think they had one Iverson's was a little they had Iverson, him and Yao, Yao mean. and yeah, I don't know about yeah. He's yeah. not no Hall of Fame. It doesn't really stand up to that. Did you catch the new ones though? The new Hall of Fame inductees. Oh, for mm. next year's on? Yeah, yeah. So C-Web. Who else? Uh, Chris Bosh. A little Chris early Bosch, for Bosh, but okay. Ben Wallace. I'm cool yeah, with ben that. Ben Wallace, yeah. I'm not cool with Chris Bosh. Not at all. It's a little early for him. Way too early. It's a little early, but you know. It's always one nigga that's like, ah. I'm not mad at I'm it. I'm not really. This one is solid. But I'm not really feeling Ben Wallace as a Hall of Famer. What the fuck do you do? Not, nigga, Ben Wallace is ben a Wallace? G, he's bro. A, he's, a, he's a defender. He's a, a G, defender. though, bro. If Dikembe is in the Hall of Fame, he could be in the Hall of Fame. I, to, I mean, to do what Ben did being undrafted, bro. Yeah. I don't want to dwell on this too long, though. Let's get to the other Hall of Fame. Taurus, I'm gonna let you talk about this because I didn't even know about none of this shit was happening. So it was a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We rock got and Roll Hall of Fame. A uh, bunch of motherfuckers got inducted: Jay Z, LL Cool J, uh, Tina Turner. Um, who else was on there? But I mean, yeah, it was just interesting to see some of the the different names on there because. I was surprised to see oh, Tina okay, Turner see. just now getting inducted. Hold up, go back up, go up. So we got Tina Turner, Carol King, the Go Go's, Jay Z, Foo Fighters, Gil Scott, Heron. Okay, uh, LL yeah, Cool J. I, I don't know how they come up with Avant, Avant, or is that Clarence Avant? I don't know if there's a di- Clarence Avant. That's the uh, the Black Godfather, right? From the Netflix documentary. Um, I, I don't. I, I haven't seen that. that. I don't know about this shit. I don't know seventy five percent of these niggas up here. Well, uh, you know, 
you know who the Foo Fighters is. You've heard that. You've heard Tina Turner. You've heard Jay Z. You've heard LL, Gil Scott here, and I think he's from here, ain't he? Think so. Or he had something to do with auto tune. I think he had something to do with auto tune, right? Or am I am I mixing my shit up? Or is he a poet? So. He's a poet. One of them poetic things. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Kanye okay. sampled him on Chicago, his, Chicago uh, songs and shit like that. Not too far away. Close enough. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, close enough. How y'all feel about these, these couple of inductees? Tina Turner, Jay Z. Well, LL. Tina Turner definitely should have been in yeah, there. Say, that feels way overdue. She's like 75 now, so how does, yeah, how does this she might fuck around be How does it work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LL Cool J is probably a bit late, what too. Is, is there criteria for it or what? I mean, I think they it, just, it's from what I understand, it, they got to be, they, they had to be active in the game for 25 years. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. To be able to be. A lot of people don't make it that long, so. Right. That's true. So there's a lot of people right now that. <laughs> Where Tupac was be? an exception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his legacy lived definitely longer than 25 years. He made 25 years. years worth of fucking albums. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I don't really care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's something that I never really paid attention to. I know as an artist, though, it's probably a big deal. Yeah. It's more for the artists, just like the Grammys, you know. I guess it's like the Grammys are like a clout token for artists, you know what yeah, I'm saying? And that's kind of where I wanted to discuss a little bit is like how these artists value these certain certain awards the Grammys is like the one and but niggas don't really give a fuck about the BET or Video the music NAACP awards. it changes though because that. I think the, the the MTV awards used to be a real big thing yeah. Uh, but nobody it's really gives really. a fuck about it. So I feel like nobody really gives a fuck about awards. Period. Unless it's the Grammys. People yeah. are starting. Well, they're not well, running the shit even right. Half, even half the people don't care about the Grammys anymore. Either. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because the artists. That's don't not care. true. They really, they really like. Oh, I got snubbed and they Pe- mad and shit. No, yeah, people you know still do care. They yeah. give a fuck. But they and then they be snubbing people on purpose just to keep that passion yeah. up there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's definitely like some but. They have been doing fucking up a little bit, and I think once yeah. artists get to a certain level, they be like, "Hold on, you're not gonna play me, nigga. This is some bullshit. I'll just discre- <laughs> I'll discredit your shit yeah, right now, <laughs> you know." And then everybody just be like, "Oh, fuck the Grammys," you know. And Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is obviously a bit different, but uh, it's not like awards. It's more like your Hall of Fame, you know. Yeah, keep I just, that. I, feel like I, mean, I guess it's good to be in a Hall of Fame somewhere. You can say that. The end of the day. What did we do this for, though? Was we facilitating growth? Or was we doing it for fame? Talk that shit. <laughs> Talk that shit. <laughs> How'd y'all feel about that bar, though? It's the shit right there. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I mean, the Hall of Fame, I mean, it's what it, Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? So we're talking about fame here. Uh, you On top know. of that, it's rock and roll, too. Rock and roll is, I think, supposed to be... It's weird because I believe rock and roll, what they're saying with this is like, oh, this is music hall of fame. Yeah. And rock and roll basically was pop before pop. So it should just be music hall of fame. Yeah, I agree. But I think the rock and roll is more like, oh, this was a star, a rock star type, you know, it ties into the fame a bit deeper. It's a tricky term, I feel like, I mean. I don't care for it. It's being called the rock and roll. Like Half of these niggas didn't do rock and roll at exactly. all. So, so the yeah. question is: Do people care? The artists care. People want admiration. People want to be 
to recognize. They want recognition. I mean, that's just a human yeah. thing. They want to be remembered forever. So, right. yeah, I, I feel like these are all more like the outside is starting to give a fuck less and less about this type of shit. Like, I was gonna say, I don't think as outsiders because there's they, newer, there's so yeah, many new. I don't think they care, man. I, I I couldn't tell you who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. To be honest with you, I could give you a few names that just. Nah, it doesn't matter. Cause That's you know, what I'm saying. Everybody who's not in the business is starting to give a fuck. I less. personally right. don't think this adds any more to your greatness in music because once you, you've laid yeah. your legacy, it's there. Like it being in the Hall of Fame of rock and roll doesn't. It's just an extra little collection stamp. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like. But they be feeling like they have to have this to get that to feel like they validated that much more. Seem like. I mean, how would you feel if you got there? Like, uh, damn, I made the hard I mean, I've talked my shit, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, I mean, the people have already been impacted. You know yeah. what I mean? So It was one of the wars where Drake went up there. I think it was one of the Grammys, Bill Wars. He was really just like, look, to all the kids out there making music, you don't even need one of these. All the love that you're getting is from your hood, from your community, that's your Grammy right there. He was like, fuck this Grammy. You already got it. He snapped Grammys. if he did that. No, nah, he said that. I don't they, know which, was that the one where they like cut him off? I don't think they cut him off. So he he, he got get, cut off at some point. He'd get a little respect from me if he did that. No, he definitely did that. No. Um, I got a couple okay. topics, though. I want to try to just skip ahead while we on the music joint. <sighs> Do we think J. Cole's going to make it here? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the album, bro. I mean, <clears throat> and I was listening to the album. I'll let y'all kind of give your takes. I'm assuming everybody kind of peeped it. You know, when I first heard it, I was like, ah, this is cool. But then, so I listened to it over and over. I'm like, this is a hard-ass album. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this album is you, you just... wanted to just like, I want to just shit on it, but I can't because it's too good type shit. I'm, I'm going to be real. This is the best I've ever received a J. Cole album. I don't know if it's really? where I'm at in my life and his messaging. You know, I feel like it kind of picks up where Nipsey left off a little bit uh, obviously different content in a, in but, way, yeah, I see that. but I feel like that little line said it best like what I've what we've been talking about on this podcast every fucking episode almost with music is niggas doing this shit to facilitate growth or for fame and that was just like damn he said that right there. he didn't say it but somebody said it you know what I'm like you not heard that track before that track came out like a year ago I know it sounded super old yeah, that was June. The climb back. Came yeah, it came out. Yeah, yeah, it came out yeah. a while. Ago, a while I ago. thought that was. I thought. Yeah, years. But I didn't pay attention to it. I didn't <laughs> pay attention. Nobody really did. It was two tracks he put out. That one. It was the other. Uh, he. That's not on the album. It was uh, a yeah, lion. Something. Lion. Yeah. Lion on ice or something. Lion King on ice. Yeah. The album to me grew though every time I listened yeah. to it. Certain yeah. songs, I feel like the samples. Yep. I love the samples on the album. Mm-hmm. The samples, super soulful, but in a different way that he hasn't done it before. Appreciate how he makes all his beats. A different way that samples are even yeah. being done. It. it gives me slight Kanye vibes, early Kanye vibes, yeah. but then I also get a slight like little Lupe feel. You know, weird. I can see that. I didn't know? think about it like that. But uh, yo, he's like what? What Lupe was? Somebody what? here? Oh, that's cool. Is the boy? Is the bro Chance here? Yeah. Is he at the door? Yeah, he at the door. You trying to grab him real quick? Okay. Not like that though. <laughs> yeah, we got a guest coming in. We'll transition him. But uh. No, yeah, the album was tight. What is it? Uh, twelve songs, I think. Yeah, twelve, 12 songs mm-hmm. long. Um, I mean, I was trying to really figure out like what's the weak points on the shit, and I have like 
just little things that, that are, are critiques. But what you uh, got? I mean, like on the first track with the camera on talking, I didn't like. Yeah, it was a little random. I didn't really care for that. I didn't need the little John at the end. Shit like that. What's good, bro? Yeah, yeah, we already on this joint. Part, yeah. Yeah. Chance you in the building. It's my guy Taurus. Matt the problem. Mo. Uh, we're gonna have you set up right there. Yup, yup. Okay, yep. okay. For sure. We just in on a J. Cole uh, album right now. Did you peep it yet? I listened to like the first couple joints. I haven't I haven't had it. So yet. you yeah. haven't even got through it yet. No. Okay. Yeah. You wanna uh flick that switch back there, Mo? Um, but yeah, so I don't know, what was your takes on it, man? You had some you had any issues with it? No, nah, I didn't really have any issues with it. I like it. I don't know if it's my favorite album of his, but but it's it's up there though. You said that and it's like I don't think it's his best album, but like I said, I've received this album better than I've received any of his other albums. And I think it's just maturity at this moment. It's just hearing maturity in the music is is dope right now. So I mean, all of his albums are kind of like that, bro. They are. No, no, they are. At, maybe at certain times of my life, I'm like, I'm not trying to hear that shit right now, yeah. you know? But now I'm trying to hear that, you know what I'm saying? This is way better than that motherfucking uh, K.O.D. shit. K.O.D. is, I, I, don't, I don't like that album. Yeah. It wasn't like bad. Album. It was just kind of average. I was not a fan of that one. 2014 is my favorite one, but... Kind of average. Oh, Forest but... Hills Drive. Yeah. That's, was that's cool. the joint. Pull that uh, mic closer, a little bit closer to you. Yeah, yeah. You in there? Like, mic check, mic check. Mike, more yeah, check. I got you. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, Forest Hills Drive was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, motherfucker. For your eyes only. Actually, had a couple of songs on there for sure. They it's all solid. One. It's none of it's trash. Yeah. You know, even right. the KOD. I don't KOD, think it's trash. KOD. I'm gonna say that's probably my, uh, probably the worst to me. Yeah, no, that's his, that's his worst album. I can't what? even remember what was on it. I don't listen to a lot of his shit, so I'm like, like yeah. what's even on that one? I, I saw it live. I saw that uh, he was on tour with. He had Jaden and Young Thug with them at the Target Center. Really? I was at that. Oh, yeah. I think uh, the only thing that I associate with that project is he was beefing with Lil Pump at the time. And Lil, and Lil, what's his name? The 1985 song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lil, problem, what's his name? But what I, listening yeah. to this album and then actually looking at the album cover, he's attacking a, a serious issue, you know? These little kids out here, look at the cover, pull up the cover. KLD the kid. I almost yeah. looked at this album like a like a just like a parody album to me. It was like a No 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 look up the KOD cover oh, real quick. KOD one. KLD. Yeah. It was like a joke or something. Yeah, that one was it's weird. It's not a joke. I mean look at the album cover. That's kids not no joke. Yeah, Pop nah, it up. Pull it up. It's like a bunch of messages. But I'm kids. saying he was like joking off. Yeah. Like you know, making fun of type shit. I, I don't take it as these it's to me it's not a joke. To, to me, he's being serious. It's not like he's joking on. It's other reminding movies. me of Lupe, what he was doing, what he what he does. Okay, this album was weird. I don't. Yeah, just, I didn't it, like it. It was a it reminded me of one song. I don't even know one song. That's like, <laughs> There's not complaining, crybaby, and shit. He uh, had ATM on there. I don't be wanting to hear that shit. It, this is probably his most Lupe move ever. So you agree uh, with some more KOD? The KOD, but yeah. I still feel like the fact that he did it, like he's he's touching an issue that is an issue in the games kids are being fucking not hypnotized or programmed because you hate that fucking word <laughs> but uh influence to think that you know lean is, is cool you know what i'm saying how many rappers are out here talking about oh i'm addicted to lean like that's just a bar now you know what i'm saying i think my point with the kod thing was that he he's he's good at like sending those kind of messages and this this album just didn't do it 
to me. What he did with like he album, tried to, but it just it just didn't like hit like it was shit. supposed to, or like he can. You know, it just was mostly you could tell it was obvious. People don't like the obvious joint. So on the, on the nose. Yeah. But one thing I wanted to touch on is. Uh, do we need a fucking J. Cole and 21 Savage duo album? No. I did hear, I heard, I heard that song. I, I feel yeah. like 21, he brought out the best in them. It's 21's year, bro. I think I think 21, 20, I've been a huge fan of his recent moves. Like, he's he's maturing. Yeah. You know, so he's gonna, I think he's uh, setting the path for longevity in the rap game. Yeah, I don't see any of these cats going anywhere. It's like they already have they have like a, yeah. a following that's yeah. gonna like continue. You know, they're it, like the internet made these dudes iconic for probably yeah. a long time. You know, like their fans aren't going away. Well, I think Lil Pump's shit's going dying a little bit. Yeah, I guess I, I was never following his shit. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but twenty, he, he was a bigger artist than Twenty One for a second. Yeah, for a second. Yeah, I don't know if he was. Yeah, that could be wrong. That there, could be no, he had those things. Like, you know, it's like popularity is like whatever's like trending, you know. It's like one one we in a year you're gonna have like several people on top for yeah. their thing or their song or whatever, you know. Yeah. J. Cole actually did an interview with the nigga and just made him look like Look, you're talking terrible. about Pump, Lil Pump. It was funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he did that on purpose. Like, he interviewed him. That was his way of... made him look stupid That was a battle fuck. track. That was like the new way of... It was a battle rap. I'm just interviewing you. <laughs> right. The uh, nigga was on there, just couldn't respond. He couldn't answer the questions. He just was looking... He said, I'm not, I don't need to tell everybody. I'm just going to have you show him. Just show him. Um, <laughs> that was the best shit i ever seen in my life. I mean, come on. But man. the track he did with 21 on this album, I feel like he brings the... Be- like. The the two songs that they have together are t- two of Twenty One's best moments. I feel like in in hip hop, like on a track on Wax. So I, I honestly wouldn't be mad if they did I mean, a collab album. Yeah, you're right, but it's J Cole. I mean, has he worked with a bigger artist than that? You know what I mean? Twenty One Savage. Yeah. Are you crazy? I'm talking about a better artist than that, bro. J Cole. J Cole's up there for me. He's worked with uh, Travis Scott. Okay, J Cole's above Travis Scott to me. As far as what, li- just rapping? Uh, as far as like mogul, overall? I would say like mogul wise, but Travis Scott is such a, he's an artist. He's, he's like a pure, he's I'm like saying, a pure artist. I think like, he's the most <laughs> influential artist. But like, the kids right right now. but as so like, dope. as like Twenty One Savage is rapping though. If someone's gonna, if if you, you have to keep up with somebody on a track, uh, J Cole's the one that he's worked with. Okay, that's, you know, I see what you're saying. I feel what uh, you're saying. I get what you're saying. You, this is, I could see them doing a project. I, I think that would I be I would be mad at I it. Wouldn't be, I wouldn't entertain that. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know I saying? would listen to that. Cole yeah. is slightly getting into his little little baby bag, too. I could see them doing a motherfucking project. I like how they did that little song together. <laughs> <laughs> but I would prefer that a 21. Overall, how are we feeling about the album? Man, the album... I just, ah. I'm, I've been listening. I probably listened to it about five times. I listened to it about five, six times too. About, yeah, about that, and I'm just it's continue to get better every time. I don't really have a lot of. There's definitely nothing I would take off. I couldn't find a song I would take off. I would probably mess with some of the stuff he did to the songs, but like I said on that first track with Cameron, uh, I didn't need Cameron. I didn't need the Little John stuff at the end. Was Diddy doing a prayer uh, on that uh, one of them tracks? Diddy, they, there's a prayer at the end. And I, it's, uh, he was like, I, where he's talking about he got into his last fight he got into was with was with Puff. Yeah, I heard that part. Was Puff doing a prayer at the end, or was that Black or Six Black or however niggas? I think it was Black. 
Or yeah, his, his homie Boz or whatever the nigga is. Yeah. It sounded like yeah. Puff. Yeah. It, it sounded like Puff anyways. Boz is on like four or five tracks on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he must be singing, right? Yeah, sing. I don't know much about him. He's his artist and he got his, his own little solo shit. I'm not a big fan of but Cole rap him hard, so. I fuck with everything Cole, he's Cole's doing. Cole's got like J.I.D. and uh, yeah. you know, um, I think I read Linux is on this shit too. Earth Gang, Sometime. Did he? Did he sign Earth Gang? I feel like it. I mean, what's the what's what were those uh, mixtapes that he was doing? The Revenge of the Dreamers. The Dreamers. Yeah, I didn't Dream. hear any of it. Dreamville. Dreamville. He, yeah, so he's got like I know JID. Jid is like one of my favorite artists. That I, I know of him, but I haven't gotten to him, and I know people respect him. Two does just wild shit. I saw him at First Avenue too, and it was just I was like, this is. The future is in good hands. So he's just spitting. He, he's, I don't know. Like a lot of people compare him to like uh, three stacks, but also like Earth Gang too, because they can sing and they mm. can rap like this soulful shit, and they're lyrical as fuck. So like right. you'll listen to it like three or four times and just be like, whoa. See, I feel like he needs to get him out there though, because I'm not like. He, he was he was popping like a couple years ago, you know. Like I haven't seen. I he heard Jid or yeah. Jid. Yeah, I was Jid. hearing him. Mm-hmm. So I guess he's doing a decent yeah. job of getting the name out there, but it was kind of comparing him as a little, you know, Kendrick to a little bit. Uh, I, that's what I was just gonna yeah, like yeah. naturally, like you know. Yeah, yeah. He got a song with a uh, Conway that's pretty tough. Conway, Conway and uh, Ludacris and Jay yeah. all of the track. Oh, nice. Luda. Yeah. I don't know if I feel like I need Luda on that track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luda did his I thing. ain't mad. Yeah, I was gonna say Luda's. Luda's you know, he, he still got them, them yeah. little bars and she shit. She can spit. Yeah. yeah. He, he's got that. It's worth a check out. You know, check the, the chip on the shoulder. But overall, 12 tracks, I loved it. Um, I feel like it's definitely something that the game needs right now. It's definitely, I love how many, I love how you know many people are receiving it. Sounds like people are listening to it. So, and I feel like it's something that needs to be heard. You know, it's just a song like Pride is the Devil, like ain't no artist making a track like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, you only get your Kendricks, your J. Cole's. I was just gonna say, I'm waiting for K-Dot. Cause everybody. Like, that dude, that dude rules. They need a collab album. Yeah. And everybody be talking about it. I, don't I know think they're like two, they're too big of their own ecosystems. You you th- know, like, do you, could they work together? I mean, I hope so. I don't know. I don't know like their personal it. relationship, but I think that's what it mostly comes down to. Otherwise, it's just like a lot of business. They're on track Who's actually that? better of the two, though? If we figure that out, I I, I think K Dot personally. This is a this is this is a conversation. No no no. Well, it's. it's Who's better? Uh, uh, rapping, K Dot's better, but I think J Cole's better at getting straight he's, to the point. He's making songs, yeah. He, but that's how, that's also what he gets criticized for is just being like spot, on, like on the nose. Like he's, it's just like obvious, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like where uh, Kendrick can also do that as well, though. Let's see, he but J Cole's a lot of different shit. J Cole's on the production too, so he kind of chilled out on that as much as late but he was earlier on he was doing all the production he kind of come I, like I think he, that's what helped him too by bringing in other produ- producers and shit like this album had all, all type it? of producers okay. but I'm sure he had a, his hand on the production in yeah, some way yeah, you know what I mean did, so. but he brought in a lot of people gonna say most, most rappers most rappers have some some say in the production you know like once once the main beats put down like once you rap on it then like you know yeah. like put a little touch you know, it like, here touch yeah. it there where do we uh, place <laughs> J. Cole, as far as importance in the, like of amongst most the most important artists in the game right now. 
Because this album's got me thinking that way, you know? I'd say as far as, like, ecosystem, probably, like, top ten. You know, like, as far as skill, like, of people doing it right now, that's debatable. I'm saying, like... what you like, but as far as, like, influence and stature, I'd say he's up there. I think he might be more important to me, and this is just a personal thing. Obviously, Drake's the number one name in hip-hop. I think he's more important than Drake to music. Yeah, well, Drake, Drake has the hits but he doesn't have the message it depends on what you mean by important yeah. that's what I'm saying Kendrick and J. Cole will go down as more important artists than Drake you know what I mean I, I think so or I'd like to think so from just the type of music I like I think that's the Jay-Z issue you know what I'm saying that's why you got those people that, that love Nas <coughs> like they love Nas yeah. because of the messages and shit Nas yeah. was given yeah. and Jay, Jay-Z was just like oh I'm that famous rapper nigga I'm rich I mean? like so. they made they made being rich and being a rapper like really the thing they brought it to a new level yeah so the CEO people, mogul like they brought about a whole era of people like Cole are probably more important as far as like society goes but I mean I think Drake's still more important musically and money money wise Drake, in the game Drake and all is that making stuff. money like business wise Drake and 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 this, the style that he brought forth the flows and all that like there wasn't really people doing singing and rapping until he started Kanye much, you know kind of but Kanye can't sing either Kanye and Andre were him. both doing it I you, think you saying J. Cole can sing? no not that much <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm saying J. Cole's <laughs> nah, more J. Cole's like more s- sore like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like when J. Cole be doing too much of that no, no, no. singing shit mm. That's why I said J. Cole and him are more like styles though. Like J. Cole, he sounds new school. Like on this, on the the few songs that I listened to on this new record, I was like, he's flexing those styles that are like modern. He, the thing that J. Cole is doing that Drake does a lot too is just showing like I can do any (coughs) fucking style I want to. We got an extra water or no? Yeah, yeah. You want water? water? Please, yeah, be dope. Yeah, and I feel like J. Cole really he he and like you said in comparison to Mm -hmm. Nipsey. He didn't waste no lines on the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he filled up the, the song, the four minutes, whatever, however long the song is. He gave you everything he got and he put it all out there. He didn't waste no time. No no bars was wasted. I feel you know like Nipsey <clears throat> was the most important rapper in the game when he died. When he died. And be, right before he died. And I think... It's as far gonna, as what he was saying and what he was doing, I would agree. It's on Cole and it's on yeah. Kendrick right now. Yeah. Uh oh, little man up there up going keep, crazy. I think that's what they own. So, um, but yeah, anything else to say about the album? I mean, it, our opinion don't really truly matter, but you know, we talk about it. So all we do is talk about our opinions, nigga. Said <laughs> 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 our opinions don't matter. What really we, do, we do, bro? I mean, <laughs> our shit matters, nigga. <laughs> What the right. fuck? Well, I just needed to tee you off a little <laughs> bit. Our so fucking lives can... matter, nigga. Our opinions matter. All our shit matter, nigga. Well. But the album's tight. With that said, yeah, check that motherfucker out if you ain't checked it out. Um, Definitely replay. Probably. Last music topic. It's not really a music topic. It's more of a pod topic. But we got to talk about the Joe Budden joint. The I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's that? I was like, so basically, Joe Budden's podcast broke up. Rory and Maul, it looks like it's over business, over money, and it's becoming super public. You think it's fake? You, you think it's loving hip hop 2.0? Yeah, I don't, I just, I'm not believing it. I, uh, I don't know, They're, it's really detailed for it to be fake. I listened to the little $2 Rory and Maul pod that they did. Did you pay the $2? No, I caught it on YouTube, it got uploaded to YouTube. Oh, it is, okay. 
uh, and then I loaned it. <laughs> How much? Cynthia, but did you pay the two dollars? <laughs> they made fourteen dollars off of it. Two dollars. It's an hour long. Um, I, uh, I saw some clips. Yeah. Maul acted was acting heated. He was acting like he was like, <laughs> you know. But I don't know. I think. Joe Budden does have some issues and there's a lot of them where I think he just was like I don't give a fuck about shit this is all a show loving hip hop you know so nonetheless he's good at uh, keeping people interested in what the fuck he's got going on with the pod right now but my bigger question was and we touched on it in the group message but uh, business and friendships you know how they work together is it something people need to stay away from more often than not you know obviously every situation is unique but how do we avoid a situation like that where you know people Man. start to not trust each other because of money you know is it just the natural way listen man Money and blood don't mix like, like two, two dicks, dicks and no bitch. bitch. Find yourself in serious <laughs> shit. Who's that, Biggie? Rest Biggie, yeah, Biggie, that's man. one of the ah, Ten yeah. Crack Commandments. Ten Crack yeah. Commandments, like, you know. I just don't <laughs> think Ramon's shit back works. there like a Biggie bar. <laughs> 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 He's like, well, there's a Pac bar better than that. <laughs> um, sleep on Biggie, man. Come on. No, of course not. But um, man, I don't think uh. I just feel like their friends and business shit is really not meant to be. And, right. Um, I feel like it's 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 just it's a dangerous field to play in when you don't even business and family. I was yeah. just gonna say it depends on the business. Like yeah. that's the that's the nature of it. It's like what are y'all doing together and what does that you know bring forth? You know, like that's, yeah. It really completely depends on like what is the situation because there's an element of fame in that scenario. So yeah. I think that element. You know. Show business is, you know, probably not the best best business to do with it. Yeah. I think Joe being a former rapper, I think being a rapper, there's always some element of ego you have. You have some amount of ego that has allowed you to even pursue rap. You know what I mean? Um, successful pod, pod, pod show host, too. Yeah, you know, it's like I can do anything. <laughs> he thinks he's Howard Stern. He's, yeah, he's so. he's mini Kanye he's right like, now. Y'all work for me. He's he's really a mini Kanye in the radio field right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I mean to be honest, I don't I'm I won't even I'm not watching I'm not paying attention to none of this shit. I'm, I'm cool. On you want to yeah. you don't you want to step aside from Joe Budden himself, and you want to probably get to the meat of the issue. The meat of the issue. What's the meat of the issue? It's the business, the, the the business and the friendship. So, well, this is all fake shit that they do. I don't care what nobody says. All fake. They, they faking for the TV, faking yeah. for whatever if, they. If you can read. get promotion off the off the yeah. drama, yeah. Out there. get yeah. your two dollars shit going. I don't believe. How, I wonder if they can get those numbers out. Like, I wonder how many people paid two dollars to watch their I'm shit. Sure, you can find it. You know, you like, know they made. They got a hundred thousand people to watch it. That's two hundred thousand. That's, that's fucking good. I, you can't even be mad at that. Though. That's that's great. I mean, <clears throat> I hope that, you know, I, I hope they made some money. I mean, it, it, you know, it's all, everybody just go get your money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. however you can it's, do it, whatever. It's kind of what it is, too. If you're doing business with family, then, like, everybody's got to have, like, their their lane or, like, you know, be yeah. making enough money. I you think know, it's, when somebody's like, I'm way more famous than you, y'all are just, like, workers, and I'm, like, the talent or whatever, you know. <laughs> that's, 
that's show business and mm-hmm. at its finest, which gets yeah. messy. I think if people are going into entities together or building something together, then boundaries need to be like established very clearly. Conversations need to be had. Paperwork, off, paperwork. Yeah, off you know, Whether you want to go the paperwork route or not, because me, I can see myself like I'll probably be the type that maybe gets fucked over in that scenario because I'm like, okay, these are my guys. I wouldn't fuck them over, so I don't think they would fuck me yeah. over. But I think if conversations are had, then you can kind of hold somebody account- accountable to a certain degree whether where you can turn up on a motherfucker if if things are not going that way you know oh yeah, that's part of it you need the, that respect there where you can you know you can call each other out discuss it yeah. full transparency in situations like that too though you know yeah so you know under the table type yeah shit I'm, ju- I'm just saying it depends on the business too because like when you ju- when it's like when the business is generating all types of like capital then it's like whose money is this and like when yeah. if a business is growing it really just depends on the business yeah. it's like hey you and me are gonna like each throw in like two grand and get this fucking pound of weed and then we're gonna you know like yeah. whatever it's like that shit that shit's like basic but yep. if you're trying to build an empire over like 10 15 years you got different shit building interest and whatnot you want to know where that's going yeah and i think a lot of these issues are accounting issues right now so it's because people don't know that shit you know it's like you can get money but if you don't know money you're gonna end up with no money you know like doesn't matter how much you get you're always gonna end up with none you know bars that's bars that's the the game that people are not taught is what do you do when you have money yeah money is a crazy thing and i probably took more time learning it over the last few years than i ever really have and there's so many little nooks and crannies with the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it is. The shit's not simple on purpose. Once you learn it, though, you really start to look at it differently. Like, you look at money way differently where it's... You used to, like, worship it, like, damn near, where it's like, ah, oh, I got a stack. Let me show this bitch on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Just so everybody know I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, uh, you used to look at it differently, but then once posts. you learn it, like, oh, you can put it here, you can put it here, you can do this, you can do that. And you're like, oh, it's not really shit. Um, but it, you know, it's Man, just. I a, can't remember what YouTube it was or whatever, but it was a guy that was like, you know, showing off his cash and showing off his jewelry and like his shit. And it's on a pool table, you know, and it's yeah. like, and then they like, juxtaposed it with like a white guy doing it he's like here's my portfolio like yeah. pulls out like a book like flips it open it's like as you can see I have the like hey. all this financial language you know it's like oh Facts. Yeah. that's what that's what it that's what it needs to be to right. be real exactly. like, like the shit is the shit is like uh, it's let, more than cash let's start flexing with our portfolios though <laughs> so as you, know? you can see I have yeah. the I, 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 I challenge you niggas if you want to flex on Instagram flex, <laughs> flex with a your portfolio, portfolio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I want to see how diversified be, you are they be nigga. flexing their crypto earnings and shit exactly <laughs> you know that's right you see how somebody was calling it like earnings porn or some shit like earning porn earnings porn like flashing your uh, <laughs> I like your uh, Robin Hood account or some shit it's crazy how Robin Hood just bounced back huh? dude I'm saying they're, they probably yeah, have a short future, ain't nobody talking about this shit no more I'm saying it's all good they're still I'm still know. getting ads for it people still uploading it we're gonna see mm-hmm. man that was probably a good thing that happened huh? I'm saying we're gonna see man I don't know I don't know if Robin Hood's good like I don't know I think I think in the future that's still that shit still hasn't panned out like it's actually taking place. I just feel like everybody was hating it, shitting on it, 
and nobody's shitting on it anymore. <laughs> Everybody's just publicist. like, oh, I need to get Dodge Coin real quick, yeah. you know? So they're like, oh, and, okay, oh we, got Dodge Coin. <laughs> we got Doge over here. If anything, it was an advertisement for them. Yeah. Right? No, that's how. I, did we have we already talked about this? We talked about that, yeah, with okay. the GameStop thing. Oh, okay, so. All this shit is on purpose. Everything that happens is on purpose. I swear to God. No, I think you're right. Everything. We could transition right into Elon and Bitcoin. I guess we have to. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Quick. Get off. Set about yeah, it. we'll just quickly. So, this is part of this actually uh, makes me nervous even dealing with cryptocurrency because you got Elon Musk over here talking about oh we're not accepting Bitcoin and I think it went down a little bit whatever but you just got low. too many people playing games with it right now you know what I mean and it just makes me be like alright I need to back up just for a second oh what's his name came out Edward Snowden Edward he did an article or released some press talking about the the benefits were originally in the privacy of your purchases and now basically that's not there anymore well because you don't even have you buy a bitcoin on robin hood you don't actually have the bitcoin they have the bitcoin and like you have access to the account but it's theirs more or less like dude the shit right now with the bitcoin with all the markets just going red like how how there's a big sell-off going on yeah i think it has to do with something bigger that's related to the gamestop thing it's that the gamestop thing isn't over yet it hasn't been resolved Mm. and like that is still coming down the pipeline and what you see is a lot of um, legislation from the sec to crack down on the shit that they're like what what is it like have you covered and and basically three new rules have been introduced just (coughs) this year since then by the sec and we're about to see we're about to see this shit like so what's what's your theory what could it be uh <laughs> this theory bro you can go on youtube is all right man i've been talking about this shit all week so like i'm like oh man don't go right there all right uh my theory is right now the hedge funds that uh you know were involved in that gamestop thing yeah are absolutely shitting their pants i think there's a i think there's a historic event about to take place in the market where they basically got caught fucking up, like the mega wealthy got caught doing their regular games, betting super hard against AMC to go out, out of business. So they like naked shorted, which is they make synthetic shares and like buy it to bet against the shit. And what happened was people on Reddit and this, the community caught of people it. caught them. Yep. And were like, oh, there's how many of these out there? And you have how many of them? Like, wait a second, like let's buy all these shits and they've been holding them, so they they still have them in a in a even like tighter grip than before. Um, so I think, and, and like all these catalysts that's just happened in the past week, I think we're gonna be we're gonna see some of the most ridiculous market action ever. Like market action, like bad market action. Uh, it depends on where you're invested. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like okay. the, it uh, it could definitely uh, like you know could be compared to the '09 thing, but way bigger. Uh, Wasn't expecting a uh, investment chance, York. Dude, I'm saying, no, like I'm saying, bro, like you know, like there's a whole. All right, so I, I feel like privy to this information. I was kind of like late on board to it. Like um, about a month ago, I started like catching wind of this thing where it's like there's a lot of people that believe that AMC shit isn't over. I'm like, I didn't really understand it. Yeah. So, dude, GameStop <laughs> is trading still at $150 a share, bro. It's like yeah. the company, dude. It's still like 20 times higher than it was at the beginning of the year, yeah. and it hasn't gone anywhere. And it's not about to go anywhere besides up because they have to 
buy those shits back when they get margin calls. So what is the future of these companies? Are they going they're out fucked. or are they staying yeah, in? Yeah, no, they're absolutely fucked. But what the what it will also, you know. The future like, of GameStop. Oh, GameStop, I don't think it, it matters as much. As long as they don't go out of business for the for the whole fiscal year, the the place that shorted them has to cover their their mm. bets. So they just got to make a year. So they, they just got to keep going. Well, the same thing with AMC, but AMC raised so much capital from retail investors that they're they're set for till like the end of 2020, 2022 and more. Damn. And uh dude, it's it's like dude, the a, a, the fucking uh CEO at Adam Aron or Adam Aaron is his name and uh the dude knows what's going on. He's like, these retail investors are about to fuck Wall Street. Like, yeah. it's, it's uh, you know, I'm excited about the shit, but it really is going to be... Uh, well, motherfuckers better start doing their research. Par- right? Partially catastrophic. $20 uh, investments, Mo? You better start getting on them, <laughs> motherfuckers. I made two cents last week. Two cents? Hey, killing the I game. I feel you. <laughs> so you've been out here doing Double. hella research. So you Dude, all right, I'm crazy. saying, all right, th- uh, <clears throat> just what happened on Friday, three different uh, AMC hashtags were trending on Twitter. Um, everybody from Chance the Rapper knows this. Eddie Griffin, the fucking comedian. Uh, has dude has bars and like dude Robin Hood is all caught up in it like they almost broke the game like in in January the game almost broke that's why they had to stop trading that's what it's what it wasn't like it wasn't like because Citadel or the hedge funds have like control over them is that just that nothing was in place for this shit yeah and since then you know three new pieces of of rules from the SEC is uh is to pre- prepare for this shit they be having their hands in everything <laughs> dude i'm saying it. the whole thing like everything from the like i just watch like the youtubers talk about it and just follow the hashtags because there's a huge community of people talk to my homie that does some day trading and i was like yo like like i was saying i got wind of this like a month ago and i was just like looking into it and i'm like well if that's real then like that would be able you'd be able to connect the dots over here it's like sure enough and like now all the all the shit like the headlines it's like the market is biggest sell off since 2008 like hasn't haven't seen like a red day like this in 25 years you know like yeah. all this shit is happening because they're preparing for something that's never happened and uh that's well, my that's my prediction i i don't i this is not I mean, financial advice up in here. now i got to <laughs> now i'm about to be watching shit. all this fucking youtube shit now mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no i'm going to have to really. send you some links <laughs> no you you got to yeah, send me some shit, links <laughs> um dollars a share right dude, it is we'll, uh, but check it out it was only 9 at the beginning of last week now it's 14 dollars and like there's there's hundreds of millions of dollars that the hedge funds are losing every day every day the price goes up Every day the price is not one penny. They're like paying ridiculous amounts. Um, Damn. Yeah. Before we segue, I guess my original question is, how do we feel about Elon Musk doing that shit? I think they're giving him too much credit. You know, like I do, I do believe that people are like, oh, you know, they're just trying to keep faith and they're like panic selling and shit. Yeah. But I think it's not going anywhere. No, like I, I think it's gonna, it's gonna dip, but it's gonna come. I back. feel like Elon's just, I don't know what he's doing, but I feel like him himself is, he's playing games with the market because he knows he's got influence. He might have influence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mark that down. He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elon Musk might have influence. I mean, 
they gonna be like whatever that nigga say that means we gotta go his route everybody's on his dick right now and to me he's so annoying Uh, he's he's annoying annoying. I don't don't think I've ever listened to the dude talk I've listened to him talk once on Joe Rogan and I'm like dude this dude is so fucking annoying when he talks (laughs) he thinks he's the fucking shit some of my favorite teachers annoy the shit out of me like listening to their voice (laughs) (laughs) I get an audio book I'm like ah but I like I love the content I feel you I don't like his content though that's the thing I didn't watch none of the Saturday Night Live. Check it out. Nobody. Saturday Night Live. I I only caught the Elon Musk. Did, no, I caught a. I think it was just recent. They did a. Uh, Key and Peele was on there. They I did saw a, that. The I MJ one. That. Yeah. I saw that. I, I tried to watch it, but I couldn't. What was get it. Key and Peele? They he did, did a. Imitation. They did a spoof for the Last Dance. On SNL, <laughs> that actually sounds really funny. <laughs> I was just I gonna say, like the last. I like Key and Peele. I gotta check it that out. That one was pretty funny. Like Michael Jackson is that the, the last dance? No, George. Michael Jordan. George. Oh, the last dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that like, one called? That what makes was the sense. fucking uh, Michael Jackson? This is it. This is it. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Look at Taurus. No, he like hold up, nigga. I know. Shit, exactly. uh, I know. Are you a lo- are you a Mike Jackson? Dude, I saw Mike Jackson live, bro. I went to yeah the '88 Bad Tour, man. Hold up. You went to a Michael Jackson live show? In 1988. <laughs> you did? Yes. What the fuck? That shit was crazy. Bro, that's the best. That's fucking life changing. He was there, here, what is it? Yeah, it was or at something. the Met. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. at the Met. It was where the Mall of America is. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The old stadium. My parents took me. Uh, I was with my big brothers. I was with my cousin Sharon. I was like five years old. I just danced the whole time. Was people fainting and shit, though? Dude, it was. You remember was, that shit, too? <clears throat> My, my parents bought me the DVD like for like the 25 year anniversary or whatever and I watched the shit and I could remember like a bunch of the costumes and the guitar lady yeah. with the fucking boots and shit like I remember all these things I didn't know Cheryl Crow was his backup singer but I found that out when Whoa. I watched the DVD she's like <laughs> Cheryl Crow's like <laughs> um, it's a it's a great uh, the, the DVD's great but uh, I remember that shit from being five years old it was awesome I always wanted to be one of the kids You're like and then I watched the few. fucking Neverland shit I was like I think I remember that kid <laughs> come out and like Uh-oh. bust a solo touchy subject bust a, bust a solo and shit uh, <laughs> no. get me started on the Neverland <laughs> damn <laughs> he got the Mike Jack tatter on his arm right yeah, now so yeah. he's he's in there I don't have any opinion on that and I don't necessarily need to go there but before we start talking about all this other shit let's get into my man Chance York you actually blessed us with the presence today what's what's going on with you what's new with you man all of it all of it's new bro I got a newborn oh yeah new baby congrats man newborn man friggin she's like three weeks old what'd you name her Winnie Henrietta so you that's your third girl yeah yep Wild. You gonna keep going? You keep maybe. <laughs> that's all you got, us three girls. Yeah, I think he said that's all you. Well, I said. meant like, did he have a boy? That's what I mean. Oh, yeah, wifey wants another one. I'm cool. With she that. trying to keep going, huh? Yeah, she well, like we. It worked out so well because we had the back to back girls. Like yeah, now y'all got the age eight. difference now. So like, oh, they grown. They helping yeah, out now. Help. Dude, yeah, I said yeah, yeah. that today, yeah. literally. I was like, it's a different story. Like uh, yeah. We got more teammates now than we yeah. did before. You actually can everything. you can re-back-to-back it now. Yeah, that's what we're want. thinking. Like, they they did so much for each other, like, growing up and always being there for each other and stuff that they entertain each other and shit. It's almost like, you know. So it's an eight-year and nine-year difference mm-hmm. from the new baby. Yeah. That's actually hella dope. No, because that's you're gonna You're going to be leaving them babysitting and shit yeah no, no, no they're, they're already like she's already like when when Winnie's eight years old I'm gonna have my driver's license yeah. I was like get it I was yeah. like get it girl 
Like, so, drop her off at school. So you got the kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything new with music, dude? Oh, man. Crunchy kids stuff. Nothing. Chance. Crunchy kids. We have we have a, a EP that we finished with Medium Zach. I've been in touch talking to Medium Zach a lot more, but we don't know if we're gonna put it out because Crunchy Kids as a band are like we're all over. Like yeah. Eric, Eric Mason's now a pilot. Like he's got his pilot's license. Oh, for real? To be a commercial airline pilot and. Uh, uh, Eric Burton, the bassist, he was working at the Apple Store in Uptown. And during the uprising and shit, people tried to burn it down a few times, so they just shut it down. Yeah. And he'd been there. He's kind of like he'd been there for like seven years. He was an Apple genius. Like he knew all the all the shit. And yeah. Like, pick a place where you where do you want to go? It's like Miami Beach. So, so, he's <laughs> so we went and visited him in Miami Beach. Now he <laughs> moved down there in January, bro. Apple like paid for all of his shit, shipped him down there. So, so, so maybe no performances. Yeah, not well, not Crunchy Kids, but for for a, a while, you know, Crunchy Kids played our last show in uh, twenty. I don't know, it's New Year's or maybe twenty eighteen. So it's been a while, but I've been doing a lot of stuff with with Big Cats and like oh, yeah, yeah, solo yeah. rap shit. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, I was going. Uh, dude, there was. I did that. PBS came to my house and did that. Uh, what's it called? The pandemic performance where I like oh, I did a live of of that shit. Uh, one of the songs called Own Dope, and I was picked up by the Showtime show and it was playing on the Shy. Nice. Oh, you got on the Shy? Yeah. So that was season, season was that on? season two, the one where uh, Brandon and Lil Dude are eating tacos like after. Lil I didn't catch the second season. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's like in the background, like you can't totally like you have to turn it up to hear yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah. But they played it twice in the nice. background. The whole scene is my song playing in the back. That's big time. And then uh, and I just got news. So that was like a couple of years ago, but I just got news that it's going on the the soundtrack. So nice. I got another licensing. Look at you. Licensing <laughs> joint. Um, Chance York in the. And then okay. I was talking to a fucking uh, that's the in the UK that are talking about my Deep Dark Hope joint. No. Like, I might re-release it with some press back. How do you feel about that? Cause I've thought about like old music that I got, mm -hmm. and I and I go really, back and listen it to still, it. Uh, does it still speak? is it still your message you right know? cause like we're as artists and people we're always growing so it's like is it still is it still saying what I want to say cause that's really yeah. what it comes down to you're gonna you do want to travel around and tell this to crowds are you saying like the message that you want right you say some of it probably do you <laughs> yeah. look at it and be like oh yeah this is still cool no I've thought about it. well you just know sometimes like when you do music, like you usually, once you get that song off and you put it out, you're usually over it, mm -hmm. but because you've done listening to it a hundred times, edited it, you, you know, you might get a few more plays out of it, or you're like, ah, oh, I'm feeling my joint, but then it's like you're kind of over it and you're on to the next, you know. So, I definitely had super deep conversations with myself where it's like, all right, should I just like re-release some of this joint? You know what I mean? Or push, I, I've had some it, of those conversations. It all, comes, it all comes down to if it makes sense, man. Yeah. I haven't been making much music. I've been making hella other content, you know, like fucking wellness shit. Yeah, know? yeah, I wanted to talk about that. So I actually got some shit for you. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna message you some of these things that I wanted to ask you, but yeah, I figured it'd be better if we just let this shit fly, you know? Yeah, man. So, uh, the last joint I seen was the seeds of success. Yeah. So you got the wellness journey. Explain what you're doing with that in general. Yeah, bro. Give me a second. I got cop mouth. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the wellness journey is just a, a step in my own healing. You know, like I was lucky <laughs> enough to have 
I don't know, like a interest in learning about like trauma and how to heal it and like my relationship with myself. I've always been interested in it since I was young. I got into yoga. I got into like like then got into music and then like hit hit like the lowest point in my life having some kids and just not like my lifestyle wasn't aligning with how I wanted to be and just had to like fucking like really work on myself and yeah. noticing how essential that was to my own development and how like how much necessary how much more necessary it is now than ever um, I'm like I just want to help people recognize that if you work inward you're going to find more yeah. um, satisfaction everywhere not not just inward you know and so that journey kind of led you to how'd that lead you to yoga I was 18 I just moved into the dorms at uh, University of North Dakota it's mm. like I was going to college been there. it's a kind of a boring city and I wasn't really into drinking but I was selling weed in the dorms and just kicking it as it was nice um, picking up all my textbooks and shit and like there's a little stand at the at the checkout that's like blah 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 for dummies it's like you know yeah uh, I got the yoga, yoga for dummies pocket edition it's like this big you know yeah. and I was just thinking about it because there's a movie called Go like back in the 90 like late 90s and it's just like about ecstasy and there's a part where the dude's talking about Tantra and being like he's like I didn't he's like telling like a sex story with his buddies and he's like you know and then I was about to bust but I didn't bust I just had like a you know like an epiphany I've or heard, whatever I've you heard know? the word tantra like yeah maybe a couple so it's times. like tantra baby there's a scene in it that's like tantra baby and I was like alright so yoga makes you good in bed and I was like a college freshman oh, shit. I'm like alright I'm gonna see what's up with this and I'm just kicking it in the dorms you know people are I'm just like you know throwing bags out and uh, <laughs> and I just be kicking it in the dorm, so I'm like I'm <clears throat> flip through this book, and I'm just like, all right, step one. I'm yeah, like, you know, like yeah. read like the first few pages, like it's a pocket book, so like the shit was really easy and quick to read. Yeah. And I just learned some poses and started breathing and shit, and like was like this. I feel good. I feel different. I can't explain it. I just feel like more here. Yeah. And uh, so I knew it was dope. But I never had a teacher. I never had any like formal training yep. besides literally that one book. But I knew a few things, and I'd use them when I was like stressed or fucking like not like sore or stressed or whatever. And uh, it wasn't until like you know probably 2016, beginning of 2016, I was doing a lot of music. There's just a lot of like drugs and alcohol, and I had these you know like had like home issues with like someone else's using and shit so there's just a, it was a real low point in my life that I just had like more or less like just depression or wasn't I don't even can't really put a title on it I just didn't enjoy life yep. it's like no, none of this is bringing me any joy don't know what to do about it and found a fucking book about yoga <laughs> and I was like oh yeah yoga's the shit yeah. and there was like a Came guided meditation and I started meditating I meditated my way out of it which is like instead of just dwelling on the shit that you don't like which is easy like now I understand a lot more about neuroscience and stuff but the doorway of me really getting a hold on like how to live live like that um, and like use these tools and shit to like you know really monitor and choose the course in my life um Man, it's it was it was life changing. So then I meet a dude that's like, "Why the fuck aren't you teaching yoga, bro?" Yeah. He's like, "I own a studio. I'll train you. Right. Let's go." And um, 
that was that's a wrap. I, I was showing up to them uh to the Dude, yoga were, yeah, I was consistent. in there. I was uh it was tough, bro. I'm gonna be real. That, that yoga shit is probably some of the toughest workout shit that I, I've I've done. Even now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like some of that shit's pretty tough. <laughs> I was gonna say, bro, it it, wow. it it is it's like it can advance into as tough as you want. Um, but it can meet you wherever you're at. Because you're dealing with pain, too. Like, you're di also discomfort. dealing with your own pain threshold. You're so. dealing with discomfort. Because I don't want anybody to feel pain in a class. But I want people your to discomfort, know yeah. right where the edge of your comfort zone is. And then you lean just a little bit to see what's there. And then you yeah. breathe and watch what happens. It's, there should never be pain. But there's such a big gap between comfort and pain. And you want to be able to get used to being somewhere with a with a moderate amount of discomfort and having a steady mind mind or like technique through it i've actually took that from that from those classes the breathing part of that like uh i actually didn't forget that so like when i was doing when i'm doing any kind of like working out or exercising <clears throat> and i know like i'm getting to that point where i want to where shit kind of sucks yeah and like you get tight you feel sore just all that breathe shit. a little bit like the breathing help is crazy if you're conscious of your breathing like that shit is uh super useful super useful man it's really the key bro I, i've been so it's like moving along in the wellness journey i've i've been really uh you know fortunate to be able to do this shit because really like i said it's it's all just like it's the same thing for me where i started like trying to figure out how to make myself my own relationship with myself better yeah it's just turned into teaching too because if i'm always getting to like be in that headspace and remember yep. these techniques and study these techniques and practice these techniques and teach them then it just makes my me feel better it actually works you know like just doing the shit so if if we're looking at this as a program mm -hmm. what does your program consist of yeah man the seeds of success that was a good one yep. to uh bring up i just that was a that was a recent idea i had um from last month we had the baby this month what month is it? <laughs> it's, it's May. It's May. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. April 22nd, we had the baby. So early April, I, I did a course with a dude. He's, a, he's an entrepreneur homie that I met through yoga. He used to come to my classes in Uptown, and we just stayed in touch on Facebook. And the dude lives in Thailand. He's, he just balls out, like, nice. super hard. Yeah. He's, like, had all types of different success, money-wise, business-wise, you know, just, uh, like, he lives a really interesting life. And he was doing a thing on quarterly planning, you know, it's like it was like a business thing to really get clear about what your next step in your business is. Yep. And it's like that same format where it's like, oh, so it's just a two part series where it's like first part <clears throat> and you're in a Zoom meeting. I've, I'm like, you know, just going through some slides and giving like a lesson on a, on a mindset or like a framework on how to apply some shit to your life. And then reflection quest questions are introduced through each step. And then you get to leave with that and two days later come back and have a, like, a meetup where you just go over and discuss the shit that you found. Um, so that's that's what that is, just two-part thing. I think we okay. had 30, 30 people through it last time. And nice. it was dope, you know. All different types of people, people from different continents and shit. It's it pretty tight. I think that's that just falls under the old J. Cole line facilitation of growth <laughs> that's all i do man i love that line that's, bro. <laughs> that's my life man i think honestly every area of my life i'm trying to do that i'm trying to radiate love and facilitate growth no that's dope man um i do want to ask obviously you kind of explain the story and how you got into yoga and how that kind of took you to your journey and you've already made it basically clear um uh you're uh 
relationship with marijuana. Mm. How much has that relationship impacted your your wellness journey? That's a good question. Um, yeah, right now it's like weed is weed is like the easy easy meditation. You know, it's like if you're in like a hurry. You don't have time to breathe for 10 minutes or whatever. You just smoke a little weed, and then you only have to breathe for, like, one minute. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. No, no, just kidding. Um, there's Sai Guru. Sai Guru is a, is a pretty dope, like, contemporary guru motherfucker. He's, he, like, rides around the U.S. on his motorcycle, this old Indian guy. Super cool. And he talks about weed just like any other plant medicine, where it's, like, it's good because it's, it's meditative. It puts a little space between your regularly scheduled program and your ego. You know, it's yeah. just like, oh, like you separate, you get to step back and be like kind of seeing it from a different perspective. And I noticed that um, where you get into the mindset where you just get tunnel vision and one way of feeling, and then like a little weed, you just feel different. And then you can, you know, choose how you feel about it a little differently. But overall, it becomes an obstacle to, to reaching like that the chemistry like balanced chemistry yeah. but he says the same shit about like garlic yeah. so that's that's like the, sense, garlic, the, the more you sensitive know. you grow to different things it's like you have to find your own relationship to it so like right now I smoke weed um, occasionally it's not like you know like one of my good friends uh, he said his dad always said smoke the weed don't let the weed smoke you mm. <laughs> and it's like that was, and I'm like that's that's been my, my motto like since you know like i don't wake up and get high because that's like this there's a perceived you know at least my relationship with weed i know that like you know i might get high but sooner or later i'm going to feel more tired or less energy than i once did so like it's kind of a trade-off and and also in the long run if you smoke too much it's going to be hard to just be like happy I feel like there's definite. It's definitely culture to abuse weed. For sure, anything is overdone. Like these days, I never really understood that because I had my moment in time where I did smoked weed. Like that was my thing for maybe a few months. Um, I think I remember that. I, well, I smoked with you guys. I smoked with y'all. Like, but that was my drinking and smoking a little bit phase. Yeah. yeah. But my smoking tendencies never changed. Whenever I smoked, it was always the same. But way before, like, even music and shit, like, when I was maybe, like, 21, I was doing music, but it was, like, I wasn't anybody, like, to pop up in a conversation. But I smoked, like, a joint. And that joint, I wouldn't even smoke the whole joint. So I would make a joint usually last maybe two, three days, yeah. you know, and I, and I was fine with that. But then I had, you know, D-Rider was my roommate and he'll, he'll smoke a whole blunt, you know, like, and I'm just it's like, it's like wifey, bro. Are I'm you like, getting, wow, why'd you smoke all that? Like, what are you doing, what are you doing with my bag like, right now? Like, are you getting higher? <laughs> You're not getting more elevated. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, right. so it, I always never saw the point of it, like smoking a shit ton of weed. Yeah, because no, I mean, I like same. I, I used to like. There's been times in my life when I smoked ma way more weed, and didn't get shit done. There's times in my life when I didn't smoke any weed, and like I'm pretty much fine with whatever. I think right now it's it's uh, it's definitely been a phase. Like I so, smoked more weed in the past six months than I did the six months before that, but that still is like an eighth in a month 
or something in like two months. An eighth in a month? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, it's just like a hit. It's like a hit or two at the end of the day, and it's just like, you know, it's like a victory lap. And then you know what I do? I go and fucking <laughs> breathe and stretch. Nice. Like, <laughs> so you got it down. I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. I mean, great. you know you probably carry uh, maybe the stigma or the stereotype, you know, with the dreads. Yeah, you must smoke a lot. <laughs> People just smoke say, a I lot. Smoke they yoga. call me Crunchy Kid because I was baked for too long. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got another good one for you. Uh, and I, you know, we'll pass it around, or whatever. But I guess I was just curious: Does God or religion play any role on what you're doing? Yeah, well, I mean, it's those are two words with vastly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's definition should be different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like God and religion should mean a different thing to every person. Yeah. And I think yes, in the terms of like God the way that I've experienced it is like God is within you it's within you and you and you and we're all it but like we're just you know kind of like a reflection of that thing in a different physical form so like if consciousness is this thing we're all tied together like yoga really means putting stuff together instead of seeing it compartmentalized that's what the mind or the ego does it puts stuff into boxes that are easy to categorize Mm. Are you left? Are you right? Are you red? Are you blue? You yeah. know, like all this, you know, and we have basically the whole story of our life put into these boxes that is basically our preferences. So, like, I like this, I don't like this. This is me, this isn't me. And um, that limitation is, you know, kind of chopping God into pieces instead of being like, oh, yeah, you know, like this good shit in my life, that's God. This bad shit in my life, that's God. Like this is that and that is this, you know, and it, it really kind of falls into a so you don't have Eastern, like a Eastern philosophy, but... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That that's yeah. It sounds a little more Eastern. Um, Jesus was really speaking that Eastern philosophy shit, though. Like when you, when you think about it, um, you know, like, the West was like pagan and Jesus came back during this, you know, spiritual awakening time of the year when there was, you know, Buddhism and Confucianism and shit all taking place at the same time in the same areas of the world. He traveled, right? He came back with with a much more clear picture of God and that's what revolutionized, you know, that's why he was followed. And even like, you know, Jesus is the most quoted prophet in the Quran, but, uh, it has a long history of yoga too like he's a he's a yoga teacher so they're talking about yoga well i'm saying it's not yoga by name but all the principles are the same thing it's okay. like if, if there is one thing that ties us all together it's like jesus lives in our heart or whatever you know like you can quote the bible and tell the exact same story that yoga's been telling and yoga predates it by like four thousand years you know mm. like yoga has been around <clears throat> forever and even then it was referred to as the ancient practice and its roots can be in Africa or they could be in India, but India says they're from a foreign land, you know, like there's a... Gotcha. There's just a, there's so much to it that like how can you summarize five, four, five So this shit years. gets deep. But for you mm-hmm. specifically, mm-hmm. so it doesn't sound like maybe you, ca- you, I don't know what I was looking for with this question. This is just something that <laughs> oh, I was... Oh, I was going to say, keep going. Yeah, man, I'll, I, I but, can keep on trying to define what I but understand. But for you personally, mm-hmm. In your journey, mm-hmm. what <clears throat> role, what was 
God for you? Was it what you just said? Yeah, I mean, it's... Was it it's, always that? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I was, like, raised in the in the church, kind of Southern Baptist, but in Minnesota, mostly white folks. Yeah. And it was, um, you know, it was just part of everything. I memorized Bible verses, <clears throat> sang hymns and stuff, and then my, my grandpa is a pastor in the South, black dude uh, in in Louisiana but he was in uh, St. Paul for a long time and Rondo and shit and uh, God has always been like part of my life but it was also like traumatizing as shit they'd be like like you know, if you don't if you don't get too. baptized like you're gonna go to hell you're gonna burn like this shit and that shit like Christians will be persecuted and you're gonna have to do all this and I'm like this shit you know like baptize me now I wanna make sure I'm good right. and then whatever you know but like a lot of fear-based things. Uh, yeah, so overall, I believe uh, just like anything, uh, there's good and bad in all things. And I, I think most religions created by people have at least most of uh, the divine message mixed with just some some human bullshit in there to control the times, you know, like what makes it relevant to right now. Like Look how, at Matt. Mm, Matt's how, like bars. Mm, pre yeah. bars are <laughs> it's, like, it's like, how can you, how Look, can Matt's you fit loving that shit. shit? Yeah. Talk yeah. that shit. No, so overall, like, uh, overall God is, is everything. I'm, I'm I, I highly, believe that. highly spiritual, but uh, through just the lens of what, like, yo, everybody should have a unique relationship with yeah. God. And, and that might come through a lot of channels, bro. It might come from, like you know in in yoga or kind of the way that i teach it i believe there's a there's a lot of there's many doorways to the room of awareness yep. you know like you can you can be fishing yep. or you can be doing yoga poses and you can have a moment where you are in it like where you look around and you are saying you are part of the same fucking world that's all around you there's <clears> no <throat> separation and gotcha. like we all have those moments and the practice is to have those moments more often that we that it becomes you know normal and like get to the peaceful shit yeah and there's always going to be turbulence there's always it's always going to be a work in progress but with good habits and just like you know practice mm. being in harmony you notice shit moving you notice i notice patterns i notice nature in people and in in like you know the wild and in you know systems and shit like that and, and myself that's really it's, it's all bruce lee said all types of knowledge are ultimately self-knowledge yeah that's that's what i i believe is the study of self and when you study yourself long enough you're gonna find god because <laughs> because that's where you find it you know like that's that's where it is connect know? i'm liking this it's big time i'm liking mm -hmm. i'm liking what i'm getting this is, what I, this is what I do, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I'm do. like, I don't know. Like, no, that's why I always fuck with game. Chance. You know? there's, there's, uh, there's some other shit in the wellness game. I got, I got oh, uh, the wellness game. Yeah, <laughs> no. So like some business shit. Like I'm in, yeah. like, uh, first off, when I when I got into meditating more, it was a book called Becoming Supernatural. That's what I got into a book just like that. Dude, so it's like it's all about. Your chemistry is the way you feel and think and the story you tell yourself. And by practicing that, you can feel however you want and then that becomes reality. You know, like it's, it's waves coming from you. The world's coming from you more than it's coming at you. Yeah. So just thinking about what I wanted, what is like, what am I trying to do with my life and shit? I'm sitting there just meditating in my living room. 
breathing, feeling the shit. I'm like, wow, I'm getting distracted by all my basic shit, my self-limiting belief, or like, oh, that'll never happen because this and that, and last time you tried it, this and that, you know, like going through bar barriers of like just your own self-doubt <clears throat> to even be able to dream long enough about what it is that I want. So I was like, you know, living in an apartment, I'm like, I want to buy a house for my family. I'm like, I want to do a job that has something to do with education and teaching this shit. And, you know, um, I was like planning like a year or two in the future thing and do like two weeks later, I was buying a house and created a job Fast forward, that didn't even exist before that. I got randomly hit up like, you know, the universe is conspiring in your favor and some, and you just got to forget about time, you know, like it could take two years, it could take, you know, it could happen in two weeks as soon as you open yourself up to it. So, um, I wanted to ask you, like, do you ever ever have difficulty meditating? Because every day, sometimes every that time, shit dude. is <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I'm thinking a lot of times I, I'll sit and try to meditate, and then be like, man, all these dumbass fucking other thoughts is entering my damn. But you think what's gonna happen? That's <laughs> that, that's it. I'm like, that's the practice, bro. Is you, yeah. you you stop and you sit and listen to all your dumbass thoughts. You just let them. You just watch them go by, and you let them go. And then another one comes, and you let it go. Yeah. But there's so many techniques. So that's like you know, as a wellness coach, you know, some I work with people for eight weeks at a time if they want like a deep dive into, you know, getting to know how to like really, really look inward and like figure out like strategize some shit in the problems in their life or whatever. And when it comes to meditations, like you have to do it. But there's a thousand, ten thousand million fucking ways to meditate there's it doesn't yeah. have to be one way but learning a few basic techniques and seeing like the seeing what's the same about them you can just create your own because all it is is about you spending time looking inward like yeah. letting your shit letting your shit digest like if we just keep on adding in stimulus we're just adding in more and more and not <clears throat> ever processing it all it's the same as stress like we're, we're carrying around so much stress that doesn't get processed, and that's what's killing people is uh, is unresolved stress. I, I, I'm a huge believer of that, by the way. I, I feel like I've brought that up on the pod. Well, stress stress killing, killing people. That's why I, we we've had a conversation. Like I feel like men have to be more. Uh, we were talking about it last time. Men have to, I think, maybe acknowledge their emotions more because you know men are trained to. Yes. Yeah, and I think I think yeah. when you don't, we're we're trained to ignore them and just keep moving forward that does create a buildup of stress so I definitely am a, a believer in that but so we just got a gang of info from you right there <laughs> I, I don't want to get I don't, I'm not trying to get all the, the, the goods you know I know Dude, people I was, gotta come I do this come all day bro there's no it's a, it's a well man it's I a well you. it's a very deep well I want to get on something slightly off brand from that but it's got something to do with yoga and I caught myself a couple times in your class it was a couple of little females in there, whatever, whatever. Suppressing. where this is going. There was women there. Su right. Suppressing <laughs> boners. Women yeah, was there. Okay. And, but how, I mean, this is from my observing, I feel like <laughs> hard hard ons and farts are just a part of yoga. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I don't know about hard ons. Uh, <laughs> I, I could definitely say farts. Everybody farts. Well, because I'm saying I'm not like checking to see if somebody's got a hard on. During yoga. I've had a hard on during yoga. Yeah. But, but for whatever reason, there's even you know when I do when I do uh, like breath work, bro. I was like. Uh, yeah, I don't know if this is TMI, but I know y'all don't care. It's fine. Um, yeah. Some of the meditation that I do is like with cold exposure. So I'll be in the shower with just 
freezing cold water. Nice. And when it starts, when you first like start training like this, it, it feels like pain, like cold water feels like pain. Yeah. And then you realize it's not pain, you're just, you're just used to being associating this discomfort with what you don't want, so it feels like pain at first. You do it a few more times and you grow looser and looser, and you just keep on like letting it in deeper yeah. And uh, so I've been doing cold exposure like that for a couple years. But there, when I was like really getting into it, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking be in this freezing cold shower and like get a boner. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm gonna make it work. And you, and you figured it, it out. Dude, and I was, and it was like, it was like three quarters, but it was okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we call a uh, schmedium in the game. You know <laughs> I was in the game. No, so yeah, uh, cold like the the power, the mastery of the body definitely comes from just spending time looking inward too yeah it's, it's exactly that yeah i feel um, like it's a farts, lot farts is like you, you're always releasing stress you're releasing all the shit that you don't need in your body so when you're doing like a stretch and there's like snaps and crackles and pops and stuff like that you're like squeezing out lactic acid or like build up and blockage from our diet or our sentient lifestyle or uh our like sedentary lifestyle and um that's funny you as know, fuck. You I didn't even know that was a thing. I, I never heard and, and then if, and then if you're like, say you're in like a twist, you know, you're like. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely let some parts go in that it's bitch. Like, it, 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 like it has to, you know, yeah. but that's also, you got to get over the, not not you don't got to do but anything, but like. That's a stress buildup in that motherfucker if you're trying to hold you that You got to let it go, man. You got to so let it go, you let you it go. You can't be holding it. Nah, dude, I'm saying. Some of it, your body just, I remember Brian, you know, Odie, he let off a loud one right next to <laughs> and I was just like, well, he just laughing, you know. <laughs> dude, it's natural as hell, it's, dude. Like, I don't know. I used to be like squeamish about like bodily shit. I, if I like looked at an anatomy book with like muscles and like tendons and shit, I'd be like, oh, you know, like yeah. I just didn't have a good relationship with my body, where I like, you know, felt like I'd be like, oh, am I sick? You know, like, yeah. oh, what's this little pain? It's probably something big. You're like, oh, what's this? You know, like. And having just like a scary ass relationship with my body, um, and then like being able to learn how to like grow it and build it, I just feel differently about it. Yeah. And therefore, you know, like I just understand bodies and bodies. I work with like, you know, women that are super like attractive, or I work with like, you know, old people, or like work with guys and shit who are even more like bodily conscious. How you know, often is women. are people hooking up in yoga though? Um, I'd say decent, you know, it's like, it's not a bad, it's not a bad community to meet somebody. Right. Like, it's, it's, not, it's, it's somebody really that's not. working on themselves and willing yeah. to be like, kind of, uh, I'd say vulnerable in the fact that like, you know, I, the hardest thing in yoga for me as a black man that that's like, you know, hetero, it's like that shit is like there's a stigma where it's like it's feminine it's girly it's ah. soft or whatever it, the stigma is being broken but I'm saying yeah. there is still a shitload there's it's more it's, stigmatized it's a, it's a woman not. dominated thing in America maybe yeah no cause dude they didn't even let women practice like 150 years ago and there's like there's some shady like the the yoga history of it in a religious aspect too there's shady history and shit it's not like it's not like this it's pristine everywhere. right way. It's whenever you get people involved with power and spirituality, some people try to exploit it. So there's, it's not like, it's not like I'm like, yeah, everything yoga is great, blah blah. blah. Like I, 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 simply have my relationship with the practices that I learned. I don't feel like I don't feel entirely like I'm appropriating and just taking the parts. Like I try yeah. to understand and learn from people that are from there and everything. It's not like. Uh, 
I'm trying to like whitewash it nah, or whatever, you. Americanize it or Westernize it, but I only can relate to it through my own experience. Well, if you look at like the the mainstream yoga in our country, it is a woman thing. It's it, a fitness it, it's, thing. It's, it's a it's a fitness thing, but mm -hmm. it's like you you think of a woman going to a yoga yeah, class. Yeah, sure. yoga with women. Yeah. Yeah. But that's because they can sell the fucking pants and sell the yeah. fucking mat with the oh, fancy the yoga strap. pants going crazy. Dude, yeah, that's and the, okay, so that's part of it. So you got the yoga pants on the on the girls in the yoga. You know, some of and, and, the, and like the poses are sexy. Sexy, bro like it's it's like without a doubt it's an attractive thing to look at I'm like it's it's art bro it's like you know and like like I said I'm not just like oh hot girls hot girls or whatever like I teach tough. everybody I teach old people I teach little kids but teaching people to get familiar with their body so is, there's balance is is everything because you can learn this shit when you're young and you can do it till you're old there's not many things you can do like that that actually right, make your yoga's situation one better. of them yeah I don't know. I just I had to touch on that little. I just wanted to I said farts and boners. What do you do about? I just about wanted him? to. Uh, <laughs> you got Moan back there. He's, <laughs> he's farts and boners. Farts and boners. <laughs> Moan's back there googling yoga classes right Is now. Is he? That's how I went. To I know Moan's a savage. He's like, look, I'm trying to break in. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm saying you could go in there, but then you might embarrass yourself, bro. Like that's the that's the thing. It's like shit on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he might not even uh, fart. Have a diarrhea. Hey, hey. you have a blowout. <laughs> a blowout on the end. <laughs> Mom probably feel like a pro because he probably what you don't got what hundreds of hours logged in on the yoga porn though. <laughs> the yoga porn's a uh, huge. It is. I've seen it. That's I've a lane, it. bro. I haven't even checked out the. He said I've seen it. That's a huge lane, bro. Mom's like I already know yeah. how to do the poses. <laughs> he said, I know that one. Mom's like, I could teach said, this shit right yoga now. Babe six. Right. Said, he's like, 20 minutes in. He's like, I know what yoga is. All you do, you do the downward dog, but you rip the pants. <laughs> he said, you push your mouth in you there. You don't even take the... <laughs> you just pose. <laughs> he said, I know this one. This is, you breathe in. and ain't dive in, bro. Breathe in. Nah, yoga porn's crazy, though. It's Let me ask you this question, game. though. What would you say to somebody who's been... I don't know, on the edge about yoga, on the fence about it, maybe for reasons of they feel like it is girly or they feel like mm -hmm. this doesn't sound exciting, I might be bored. Like, mm -hmm. What would you say to that person who's thinking about it on the edge but it's like, ah, I'm not really excited to go do it. Yeah, it sound yeah. fun. No, I would say the biggest thing would be like, you don't got to go to a class or some shit. It's like going to do it for an hour is a commitment. You yeah. might get bored. You might yeah. get overwhelmed. You might like some shit could happen. Like, never doing knowing anything about yoga never doing any yoga or anything like going to a class that's a big social commitment because then yeah. you're in a room and you're like fuck now i'm stuck here like i feel like i'm gonna shit myself <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's a thing bro. Yeah, i was like in my it's like yeah. that's really not that common but you will your shit starts moving yeah everything starts moving and being uh being new all you need to do is fucking like grab a grab a video learn a fucking Just basic breath crib. technique yeah. Learn a, a pose or two, find a tutorial video on YouTube, and just fucking do it. You know, like do it for five minutes at the beginning of the day, the end of the day, and you know, the next day do it for six minutes. You know, and just make a habit of doing it. And then when you need when you need more, then you find a teacher. Or if you or if you're getting like if you trying uh, to take it to that next feeling level. like it's not working right. or some shit. Like it's it's a personal relationship. Just because I, I tell people that all the time, it's like you don't need the fucking outfit. In the gym bag with the water bottle filled and the fucking, you know, like yeah, all, like the way that they market it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And then you go to a place where they're burning fucking, uh, you know, Save. like Palo Santo and like, you know, sprinkling uh, essential oils all over. 
It's like, it doesn't have to be any of that shit. All you have to do is look inward. And the reason why the breath is so important is because you have all these systems taking cues from the breath. You got your nervous system, your circulatory system, um, your, your endocrine system, like the way you feel, literally your emotions, have everything to do with the way you're breathing. Mm. So if you don't know how you're breathing and you're just slumped over and breathing hella shallow, that you're on that frequency. If you fucking sit up and you start breathing like you've been around, jogging around the block or some shit, you're going to feel like you just jogged around the block. And, and you can't you can't control your heartbeat, right? Like if, yeah. if somebody pulled a fucking pistol on you right now, your heartbeat would speed up. You wouldn't have any say. You wouldn't be able to slow it down right away either without mastering the breath because the breath is your doorway into all your systems. So if you if you are able, and, and what you learn about breathing is like we're, we're not good at it until we practice it. Like we've been practicing, not practicing. You know, like practicing, even just like, not practicing. Yeah, like smoking cigarettes, bro. So many people smoke cigarettes. I smoked cigarettes for 20 years and realize that it wasn't about the cigarette, it's about breathing intentionally. Yeah. And that's why people feel like they're calming down, people feel like yeah, they need yeah, a break, yeah. people do whatever, it's the only time in the day where they're actually thinking about how they're breathing. Mm, that's a message. That's, that is a message. Message. Right yeah, and I'm saying like, it's, it's I, I'm, I'm teaching, dude, I'm, yeah, I, like I was saying, as far as like, uh, as far as the career of wellness goes, there's a need for it that's enormous. No. And I get to serve all types of people you know, I'm at the New Hope Y once a week teaching nice. teaching little kids in the after school program. That's programs. my old joint. That's my uh, old gym. Right, and I'm saying, you know, and same day I'm at the North Community Y, and I go to nice. I go to five. It'll, it'll be seven different Y locations just to work with kids on teaching them mindfulness and meditation. And the shit is it's wild because it's like a fucking you know like a, like it's a bunch of kids and you're trying to tell them to chill. <laughs> and uh, so. you know like listen to your breath and shit and these kids are from all different you know types of backgrounds and shit so you don't necessarily know what, they what kind of shit on. they're bringing with them or yep. like what they actually feel like so being able to like believe that I can harness that many different types of energies to get them like mostly most of the group doing something that they experience is it's fucking sweet and I get paid pretty well to do that off of, off of an initiative that uh, that the um the YMCA, they have a wellness movement because they've always been kind of like a fitness community, but now yeah. it's like a holistic wellness community. And um, that led to some people seeing me doing their, their live stream because for quarantine, I was doing their live stream meditations where it's just like, hey, check it out. We're going to do this. You know, just educate people on <clears throat> the neuroscience and the, you know. Uh, Honestly, I feel like this shit should be Edu real education it is. curriculum. Like, I'm saying yeah. that's what I'm doing. Like, in the schools. Yeah, school, dude, so that's yeah. what I'm doing. Like Mind Up is a, uh, we partnered with the Goldie Hawn Foundation that has a curriculum called Mind Up. And I got trained by this cool ass brother named Dido Bala. Um, and uh, he's like a, a neuroscientist, you know, cool ass brother, like telling, you know, explaining, like, how do you explain to kids how your fucking brain works? You know, it's like you have this old part of your, your brain, your, uh, limbic system that's attached to your amygdala and it's like your lizard brain it's really close to your brain stem and then you have like these fingers coming over and this is like your prefrontal cortex where your higher deep. higher order functions where your rationale and your logic and your good decision making and your empathy and stuff <coughs> where it resides and if you get fucking triggered you know if you have trauma or whatever then you flip your lid and you go back you can't you can't even process you can't even reach those higher order levels of thinking because the fear and the response shit, the fight, flight, freeze, or fawn responses, um, trigger and take away all the energy from actually thinking rationally about a situation. So when motherfuckers are flipping out. 
it's like we I won't talk to you. I'm like, you know, you talk to me when you put your lid back on. You know, it's uh-huh. like you, you got to <laughs> let people like you can't re- reason with a kid. You can't keep punishing a kid because they don't get it when they're when they're dysregulated. You know, like when yeah. they're when they're when they're flipping their shit. And you'd you'd be surprised or maybe not that like education the educators don't fucking know how to deal with that and and do the worst shit in yeah. response to it. And then you got two dysregulated people going back and forth and uh, that's what's wild so like I do I teach a lot of like staff and I teach a lot of educators I teach a lot of business people CEOs probably all that's probably huge bags on all of that too it's it's the most valuable thing you can be teaching right now is is teaching people uh, to feel okay to learn about themselves because like we we've been our, our society had it fucked up like we've been keeping up with the Kardashians and shit, and not nobody's paying attention to their own shit. So everybody's they're paying attention to themselves in the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. Well, comparison shit too. Where, dude, I'm reading this book. Um, it's called uh, "Happy Sexy Millionaire," and the dude's talking about it. It's like sounds, we live, we live in dope. like the saddest. We live in like the saddest era because motherfuckers are all comparing themselves. You know, all the women are like, "I want to be Kylie Jenner." And everybody, you know, like, so everybody's... They're they're being somebody else. Exactly, and they feel the exact same way. They're like, I wish I was better, you know, like, I want to be like that. It's it's a nonstop not-enoughness. And that's that's what capitalism is, is trying to sell you some shit. Spend some money you don't have on some shit you don't need to impress some people you don't care about. Got me out here buying fucking $200 sweaters and shit. God (laughs) damn. (laughs) Fucking up. I can justify justify $200 sweaters. That's not ridiculous. That's not terrible. I I will go no no further. (laughs) Taurus fit looking better right now, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Just chilling. Matt, you got anything? Uh, Uh, Yeah, I I guess... um, talking about how like yoga and stuff is marketed uh it's marketed a lot like uh all the pictures and everything are all like physically fit people right uh as far as yoga goes for you know for people who don't know is it something where you have to be more physically capable that's the best fucking question no absolutely not but if say you go to core power and you step into the wrong fucking class then it's like fuck you'll never <laughs> want to do it again and this is the thing about like when Gaines was coming to my classes I just graduated yoga school I had this practice space with my band had a big gymnasium and I just posted on Facebook I'm like hey I'm a registered yoga teacher now people are like what like come to my <laughs> class it, it was pretty cracking like week after week and, it, and I went for like you know probably two years um but people would come, and I didn't have that like know-how as a teacher to meet everybody where they're at. You know, like I was mm. still basically like meeting myself where I was at. Um, but I've learned, you know, over years that I can te- do. I teach seniors, I teach little kids. You know, it's like anybody can do this. It's just about being met where you're at with a teacher that understands how to make you feel that way. Because <clears throat> it's real easy to just be like, oh, I got to do all of these poses because you're saying it. Dude, I spend, like, minutes and reminders all the time, like, do whatever feels good. Like, I'm just making suggestions. You listen to your body, your poses shouldn't look like anybody's poses. Like, pay attention to how it feels, not how it looks. Because our ego is all it's doing is sneaking in to every fucking breath, to every pose, to every every thought. Like, we just get to hear the voice in our head, like, squirm. 
Yeah. You know, like, that's what it it's is. It's there. The ego do be there. Because I was in there thinking, like, no, I got this motherfucker down right here. Like, no, I got this pose. You know, like, no, I, can, I can do this one. Yeah, you know? dude, I it's know. There. It's there. You got better than that guy over there. It's really good. Like shit. Man. Yeah, I, I love the shit because it's just a ongoing, you know, like, I just keep getting, I keep feeling stronger, like, doing poses I've never been able to do. And, like, you know, I'm getting older. I'm almost 40, but people are like, damn, like, you know, I've run into people I went to high school with, and I'm mm. like, you look 40, like, right. I don't. No, you, <laughs> like, don't <laughs> like, you don't got the 40 vibes. Yeah, well. You threw out the 88 Michael Jackson, I'm like, right now. I, 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 I was like, you were born? Everybody, everybody, <laughs> bro, is like, wait a second, you, you did what? Right. I'm like, hold up, nigga, how you do that? Dude, I'm saying, oh. I'm like, even, yeah, I got like a bunch of gray hair, but my dad, my, I got more gray hair than my dad, but that motherfucker looks, he looked young. I got a homie with seven, way more gray hair than you, he's, what is younger than you, way younger sure, than you. Sure. So y'all just already got that young vibe off yeah, top. Yeah, I was gonna say, my yeah, dad's yeah. always been kind of like forever young. Yeah, he's like 71 and just like, or he's 70 still, just like active. He's trying to walk on stilts the other day. I'm like, get down. Get it. Get it. Yeah, I let him get it. Get it. Um, I guess we got a lot out of you. I don't want to keep pushing. I want to talk some shit now. Um, we talked about a couple things. I think I want to just hit this last raunchy thing. This, it's like it's a, one more raunchy thing. It's like. Uh, it's like a two-in-one. It's like a two-for-oneer. Parts and boners. <laughs> um, I just I was having this conversation with Soy and Donnie last night, just randomly. Uh, don't know how it popped up, but it popped up. I was the only sober one. <laughs> and I'm really at this impasse, I think is the word I want to say, where I'm not sure what the right answer is. Mm-hmm. That's good. What is... What constitute, like, what is the technical definition of a threesome? Now, this is a super left field, but I, I, but I, but I, I need to get this one off so we can. We've done a lot of growth. We did a lot of growth facilitation there for a second. Yeah, he said we facilitated some growth. So now we gotta, we gotta talk gotta about, you know, God is everything. The yeah. good, the bad. So let's get in this bag for a second. Yes. And I need some answers. Look at Ramon standing up. He said, hold up. <laughs> yeah. So you ask this question when I don't have did a it, microphone? Did it, did it, was it based <laughs> off of like y'all was getting the train? So, so this is what, so, is what so Donnie. That's what it be. What's Donnie, the train? What's I got, the threesome? I got to call him out on this. Okay, so Donnie was saying basically like. It's like yeah, some some just in past. He's like yeah, you know, like me and my guy, we this girl, we had a threesome. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, like a three, threesome. Like, that's it, a it, train. I think, yeah, I that's think, what I think. That, I'm like, that's a that's train. A train. Y- I was y'all gonna say train. otherwise, it would be uh, oh, okay. I get the threesome the would now. have more interaction between the guys. Right. That's and, and so my my yes. natural definition came to me is that to me, a threesome is all parties sexually. Uh, participating I, I think with there's each other. Pro- I think there's probably like uh, you know how they like initial different like fetishes or whatever. I'm pretty sure there's probably a porn group of letters that means like guys that only bang the girl or or <laughs> if it's if they're banging each other, right. then it's got an, a special initial. That's what it is. And I and I'm not sure. Uh, uh, Mom, any. I, 
Some you got Are you a porn expert? There's an episode. He was like, bro, so I I'm a porn the, consumer. I watched a porno <laughs> video with my girl while she was sleeping and didn't wake her up. Like, <laughs> said I, I said I jerked it as quietly as I could. <laughs> <laughs> Did you jerk it though? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that was the. I don't know. Do people yeah. just watch porn and not jerk it? Uh, I, uh, that's not like my. I shit. think there are some people. Yeah, that I'm do. not into like just watching it for the sake of like watching it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah, try I've that. Heard just it. going yeah. through. It's, there's nothing on Netflix. Fuck it, Pornhub. Fuck it, dude. You know this new one came out. You might, you might check out a couple <laughs> of the uh, bookmarks for later. Trash. <laughs> Look at it. Like, oh, I caught a few just to Let see what I want to catch later. He uh, said, I'm just, yeah, you get my cataloging. Three, you get three new ones. You scouting. You just scouting. Scouting. Yeah. Um, no, so that that was my natural conclusion, is that all part, and he's fighting me to the death on this, like, no, like, mm. you're just, you're, th there's like a homophobic thing coming into play where you yeah, are yeah. afraid that you're being, like, considered gay or homosexual, I've I mean, calling I'm it a threesome. I'm not going to be looking at another nigga's dip while I'm getting some. You right. say what? That's what I mean. I'm not gonna be looking at another nigga's dip on against the pussy. I can't I can't think of what the movie is, but there is like a movie where it's like some old guys and they're like, Oh yeah, we're gonna get this threesome and it, uh, I can't remember the actor's name. I, I, I think Adam Sandler was in it. Um, but they're like, now nah, we're gonna get this threesome and it's just like the angle, like the guy who's like in the threesome is like He's like, uh, just like laying right here, and the dude's fucking the girl oh. above him, and it's like, it's like dripping on his face, and I the dude's like sweating you, on I him. I know what you're talking he's about. Like, too, and he's I just like, this isn't cool. The guy's like, square was never in, never in that piece in the first place, about. and the position is just like, uh, what movie is that, bro? Uh, no, it, was, gonna, it was one of the Netflix ones that Adam Sandler did. I, it was a trash movie, but it's like, gonna bother me. Oh, I didn't check out none of them. I've only seen one of them, and it wasn't the one I've seen. What movie was that, bro? I don't know if I would know the. I don't know if I know Was it that Pixels or whatever that was? No, it's definitely not Pixels. Got these lights in here. Anywho, so those were the basically the, you know. So I guess as a two girls, one guy. Is it, that's yeah, a, but it's not always two girls. But one I was but gonna say, isn't there a see? I guess I don't know. Initials for that? It could be three. Right, three MMF girls. or MFF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three girls, but uh, banging each other could be three guys. There's a threesome. That's true. And usually, but yeah, I'd say like if you were if if there was like a standard, I'd say like if there's gonna be some guy on guy shit, they're gonna put some extra initials. So because that's like because uh, that's the, not the, as mainstream on the categorization. Gotta, so, yeah, you gotta put like think, bi in there or something. Yeah, somehow. and I yeah. think that's what it I just like. Well, let's where just, society is right let's now. Let's clarify this. Is two guys not interacting with each other, banging a chick, but is that a threesome? They're fucking her at the same that's time. They they're fucking her at the same time. One's getting head, one's getting Well, I was going to say, See, was, that's thought, called like spit roasting, right? <laughs> or, or, you know, you know, you know, the old position. I don't know, you know, the girl's Double. in the middle and she's DP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, is that a threesome or is that? Yeah, I always I'd, thought I'd it was. Yeah. I, always yeah. thought yeah. Of, I always thought of a train as like it's got to be more than a couple people. Couple guys just got to be. It's got to be like up. tagging in. Right, it's got to be more than two. It's got to be a train. Yeah. It's got to be right. One nigga go. You can't have a train with just the next. Uh, just an engine and a caboose. You know what I mean? You need the ones in between. I feel you. He's a Tokyo train shit. Said you got the coal car. So, so I feel like we don't have an answer here. Then I think it counts as a threesome. 
I don't think you. I think it does too. Yeah. If it's, I feel like if it's three. Me. I feel like if it's three, it's a threesome. Anything above that's a train. So as long as there, there's three people involved in the party, it's a threesome. I mean, it's got it's a threesome. I mean, it's kind of three people doing stuff. Right. <laughs> Unless you get into some like <laughs> cuckold pussy husband who oh, <laughs> just no. sits by where it's like, dude, what is there's That's so much the weird shit in porn. I'm like, first off, why is it always the stepsister? Oh, like, my God. secondly, what's like, the what's husband? this like? That's the latest. Like, I don't know. The dude, it really, it really got That's all fucking fetished up. Step bro, step I'm like, not looking, even be looking at I'm not even looking at the titles anymore because I'm like, nah, you know, it's not a stepsister. First off, and I'm just like looking at like, is this, you know, like if I'm scrolling. And, like, speaking of yoga and shit, like, abstaining from porn, like, my porn relationship has changed vastly, like, from doing more yoga, because I understand, that like, busting yeah, a nut much, is, like, right. a sacred, that's, like, a sacred expenditure. Letting off too much it's, of that yeah, sacred. Yeah, like, we... Stepsister shit with Tiana. He just said, fuck what you're talking about. He said, fuck what you're talking about. Were the stepsister stuck in the dryer? You remember <laughs> He's not even paying attention right now. He's got to show us screenshots. It's been a couple of hey, months. Brothers has been claiming like they've been having like porn, like porn addiction. Yeah, like, tons really? of dude. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, bro. It's I just all don't. Crazy. I don't believe this shit. I don't believe it. You said oh, I absolutely Terry believe it. Terry oh yeah, Terry Crews did. A lot of celebrities I've seen claim to have it. Yeah, no, I'd well, say for sure. I'd say, I'd say for sure. Yeah, I'd say for sure. Like I'd say at times in my life I had ruin your life. But not like, not like to the oh. point where it's like that big of a problem. And I was like, man, right. I should probably stop doing this. Then I like really noticed and would notice like the voice in my head being like, yeah, you could still do it. I'm like, like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. It's like <laughs> there are some functional porn addicts. You know how you got the yeah, functional I think that, crackheads. I, you I know think what I saying? could be a functional porn addict. It depends on what you mean by it. Depends on what you mean by addiction. You, you don't you, believe it's the programming. Uh, yeah, addiction is programming. Right. If you're talking about addiction, like a chemical addiction, then it is a chemical release. I was gonna say it is very chemical. Everything is chemical. You got the chemicals comes out of you. You got the chemicals. But the porn is just a part of that to get to that, the chemical, right? Though, because it's not really necessarily a porn addiction. You're addicted to the well, dude, the screens, the blue light, the fucking instant. We all was really into it. We went crazy for it. We had our run with it. We, was we addicted? Or was we just well, I'm saying, to do if it? you were young, if you were young again, I know, I know, I had a lot more urge or energy back when I was younger yeah. to just be like, oh shit, you know, like. Yeah. Um, like when we was in high school and shit. I mean, I'm saying three, that there's still four, kids. There's still three, kids four. in high school, right? Yeah. I think you brought this up <laughs> in another <laughs> podcast where it's like the kids, <clears throat> the kids these days are just like watching. Like hardcore porn, yeah. not understanding. Like they don't, they're not getting any sex ed or anything. It's just yeah. like pull her hair, like smack her around a few times, beat you know, like beat her to fuck. Show, yeah, like she, to talk nasty and shit. And the girls Spin are like, "What do I do again?" Like, yeah. okay, like fuck. just beat her up real quick. Did Dude, we just have sex? And I'm, <laughs> and I'm saying, like, that's real. Like, that's a real thing. Like, you yeah. you brought it up. I I've been I've read several several uh, you know studies on this shit. It's like it's a pretty big problem. Just like sex and violence is very marriages um, too. And it's just it's yeah. just uh, what do you call it? It's trendy. It's like you know, there's you got to be safe doing that shit. Like yeah, gotta I protect get your mind, man. You no, know, I'm just saying, you just gotta you gotta have a safe word and shit. Like motherfucker, get hurt. I mean, porn can be safe. 
Yeah, no doubt. Uh, of course, porn it's is very, very safe. safe. It is yeah, safe. I was gonna say porn is some fuck shit. Motherfuckers are sick off. Nah, but some people. I'm done with porn. No, let's talk about it. Nah, you see the one though. We've done it. We need to talk about this when he's got a mic. We've got an answer, so you you send you a couple links. Hold on, you you guys are in agreement with Donnie then on the threesome. You say it's a train or what? You where you at with it? Go ahead and say it's a train. <laughs> it's not a threesome, <laughs> right? Because because the niggas ain't interacting yeah. with each other. Where are you at, Ma? It's a mini choo choo. It's a, <laughs> it's a <laughs> mini choo choo. Said it's a mini choo choo. <laughs> so it's, it's not a threesome for you. Uh, nah. Okay. I'm on that board too, but maybe it's an ego thing. You know? I think it all is. I think all of our preferences are our ego. I'm categorizing it, so there you go. Uh, before we get off of that, uh, I, I'm not doing a good job with the segues today, guys. But we're just, <laughs> it's okay. Every, everything's way out. Said any, anyways, fucking. <laughs> while we're on females, I just wanted to touch on the last thing. Like, been seeing a lot, and I don't know how I feel of this, but I thought about this since I brought it up in the group message, and maybe I'm just all wrong and off base. But uh, been seeing a lot of females advertising. Um, while they're in relationships, you know, so a lot of you know look back booty pics, a lot of you know thirst traps, <laughs> thirst, thirst traps. Yeah. Okay, so when I say advertising, I mean thirst traps. Yeah. How? I mean, is it wrong for me to feel that I'm automatically off bat saying that that person is? They're not into their relationship. Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say not necessarily, but yeah, yeah, and no. Probably it depends on the case, cause you know there's there's the whole thing where it's like if you meet the chick because she's wild, putting out like dope ass content like that, you can't just expect her to stop because you're with her. Right. But then again, if you're trying to, you know, it's all. I think it comes down to the relationship. Like if the, that's explained. And like you know, there's ego involved there too. Because if you're insecure, letting <clears throat> letting your chick feel sexy, if that's what she's done before, if that's what she's been doing before you and everything, right? Where is? But what, then what, again, what do we say about her ego? Same, exactly. But you can't. If you're in a relationship, you shouldn't try to be controlling the person. <clears throat> no, a healthy, true. A healthy relationship would be like you do you, and I like you doing you and we're gonna do that thing at the same time and if that doesn't work out we go our separate ways you know like that's a responsible grown up no I feel that but I had a so I had a conversation with my homie Anton and he's got a couple daughters and they're getting older and he's had to go through the whole you know how to dress thing with the daughter and, and my take on it is like I think I'm going to be a lot more, I don't know if conservative conservative is the word, but like strict on dressing. But then I'm like, okay, well maybe it's more about educating her on just know what you're doing when you dress this way. Empowerment. And know your worth kind of. And know, so know how you're possibly being perceived. Mm-hmm. Think about how you perceive yourself and you know. But me personally, I still want to be like, nah. Because it'd be sometimes I'm driving down the street, you know, I'll see something dressed a certain way and I'll have to start, I'm getting into my mail bag where I'm just like, all right, what's going on here? I'm, you know, I'm starting to figure out, I'm looking. And then, I, and then I pull up close enough and I'm like, oh, okay, this is a fucking kid. You know what I mean? And, and I'm just like, I'm let down because I, I, 
uh, uh, for multiple reasons. I'm like, okay, I, I just look at a kid, and then it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this world? And I don't yeah. want nobody looking at my daughter that way, you know? So I, it's my own ego and protectiveness or whatever, whatever. We've all been there, by the way. Say, just so, you're, just so you know, everybody's disagree. done that. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I know. I was going to say, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I think it all comes down to personal relationship with your kid and building but, that. But know. can you trust, but away from the kid though, can you trust a woman though? Cause I feel like that's hand in hand with the advertising mm-hmm. on the on the social media. Can yeah. you trust a woman at that point? I was gonna say, if you, if you tell her, <clears throat> if you tell her how it makes you feel and it's a way that inspires her to want to change, cool. And I think that conversation would need to be had. If she doesn't see anything wrong with it and you don't feel like having that conversation, then it's not gonna work out. I, I, that's That's like, how I feel about it like I'm, I've been with my girl you know like she's cute and shit but she's like shy she doesn't just like throw like bikini pics up but she's like I will I'll throw like bikini pics up over her cause she's fine you know but but if she did start doing it yeah you know I would I I wouldn't I'd be like yo what's going on it's just her, her personality I don't think her, yeah. that she should be like anybody else you know like mm-hmm. she's naturally just like not that uh out there yeah like you said before too i think it, it's if it's something that she did beforehand hey you gotta expect it getting into that relationship but i think if it's something that she starts doing in the middle of it then there might be something going on where she's not getting what she needs from you kind of well thing. i think i think those tendencies should die out because i'm thinking that advertisement is to you're obviously trying to catch something. You're trying to catch a fish. You you advertise to catch the consumer. So and I mean, it, it, I was gonna say, but it could just be fucking likes and validation. Right. We do put a lot of that attention outward, and, and what what a lot of what the epidemic really is is people not feeling like enough. So people, turn that uh, mic a little bit towards people. You. People who don't feel like enough seek validation from all different types of unhealthy places, whether it's likes and shit or casual sex or whatever, or just like shopping or all that shit, we all go to the things to make us feel good about ourselves, especially when we're feeling low yeah. about something. So it's, it's really just a, I get that. it's I another get symptom of the same, of the same thing. Same we, live beast. In, we live in this society where Jeez. it's like comparison. I think it's that more often than it is other things. So I don't think they're out there trying to catch one fish. They're out there trying to catch a bunch of likes. It's, so it's that, like I mean, self-validation. Yeah, and, and, po- and potentially just feel, feel like good that they still could right. get that shit. And like, dude, Men that like we do that, we post fly pics and shit. It's not like we're like, we're not showing. I hope no fly honeys look at this picture. No, we're not showing like, they better not, you know. Speedo pics, yeah, and that's we're not, true. We're not doing uh, dick prints. I was like, like, well, you know, I'll put on some yoga pants and shit. <laughs> shirt shirt do, off pictures do is mad corny for dudes. I feel like I've yep. done it, but if you're on a beach, it's okay, you know what I'm saying? It's got to yeah. be situational. Hold up, y'all aren't, y'all aren't yeah. doing that. You just said, wait, y'all don't do that. That's the most dangerous thing. In this era. Likes, yeah, likes are the most dangerous thing in there. In the history. No, I think you're right though. It come down to like communication, and a lot of times people just have these expectations that they just naturally come to a relationship with right. that you probably don't need to be having. I mean, I feel with the the freaky pics. You know, if you wasn't doing that in your past and you just jump on and start doing it, it's going to be a little bit of... Uh, it's a well, okay, but what if it's happening before you get with the chick, right? And then obviously it, it, it naturally dies down a little bit because obviously she's sated, satisfied. Then it starts to kind of pick up just a little bit, you know, in a few months. Now, now, now where is your mind at? You know what I'm saying? Post one every other week. 
She's trying to. She's trying. <laughs> he said, "You go and post your own. See who gets more likes." But the, this <laughs> all comes. This this all made a comes, schedule. <laughs> this all comes down to the true fact that more than we know and more that we assume, females have side niggas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. probably easier easier than dudes. You yeah, know, more like that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they have yeah. a whole catalog to choose from. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was going to say, why? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's always been the uh, nature yeah. of it. It's like the DMs, they're so. holding the the precious uh, the precious goods that guys are buying for. Right. You know, like it's it's always been. And guys get. They've yeah, always been too. holding right. the and keys. A lot, I think. And a lot of dudes will just be like, you mean I get the fuck and I don't gotta <laughs> buy you shit? <laughs> so that's like the position they then, be huh? sneaky, right. man. Yeah, they good. Dude, yes. Yeah, one of my friends was just like, yo, all they have to do is just like be out here. <laughs> like all they have to do is like go outside and they'll have dudes offering them something. They could just... that yeah. Like they're about, like guys, we gotta like go do shit. And like you know, like we gotta boss up. Gotta yeah, all that shit. Right. Yeah. We gotta we show gotta that we're work busy. Yeah. We gotta show that we don't. We have a life without them. Yeah. <laughs> all that <laughs> shit. Got what was I gonna all say? That masculinity. Uh, what that did we you gotta just say? Step up to. Uh, I forgot what you just said, but it made me think of. Uh, and we could cover this, cover this, or we don't have to. But. Um, the spiral movie with Chris Rock. Did, did y'all see that? I didn't get a chance to check it out. <laughs> he saw? got this. Or wait, what? Saw, yeah, yeah, the saw. New saw movie, yeah. He had this line in the movie because he's talking to the cop that his his partner. I ain't gonna spoil nothing. And he was like, uh, "Oh, you married?" He's like, "Okay, you know, you you'll be divorced eventually." And <laughs> and then he was just saying he he had this joke where he was just like, "Yeah, you know, what's crazy about uh, bitches is that you know they when they cheat they cheat in the day." <laughs> you know that was Chris Rock type jokes yeah. in the movie huh? he was like was you know shit. I can't even go in that was Chris Rock's that. character that was that was him okay, saying yeah. that he had he had his his uh, his material kind of all throughout the, that's, that's exactly some shit I, I was hearing that's say. why I like that's yeah. why I like they took that role I saw a little that's interview right. with him about the it the movie was good it, yeah. we can you uh, haven't seen it we can talk about it I guess you texted you and told you you came out I'm gonna say nah how did you watch it I haven't seen it you said don't spoil it okay yeah uh, how did you I was it watch show? it? I, yeah, no, it's only in theaters right now. I was trying to catch it on HBO Max. I was I hoping didn't it put it on there. That's Because my little sources I use, they didn't have it on there. So I. You know what's good is the new Mike Epps show. I haven't on seen Netflix. Netflix. Did you check it out yet? I've only seen the first episode, but I was like, this is good. It's like, it's real good. Because Jamie Foxx just put out a new one too, and I was not seeing What's all these Jamie Foxx memes going on with the old, the old man hairstyle? I think he's doing that on that show. I was going to say, it's probably his new show. Okay. Yeah, because I, I didn't. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? The Mike Epps ones, Mike Epps one was funny. Like he's, he's just got all these kids. He's got like, he's got like four kids, and he's he's more or less like playing like a character that he relates to. But anyways, he had a party for his 13 year old, and he couldn't get a venue, and he ends up getting like a VFW converted into a strip party. And and the thirteen year old daughter's stoked. She's like, Oh, thanks, Dad. She's like, Nice, all my friends got the polls and shit and it's like there was a lot of just like pretty good topics about Parenting. Uh, like, is, is he playing himself or I, no, it's a, like a character, but you know I didn't realize how much I hated those motherfucking laugh tracks. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, laugh tracks. Not a live studio audience post COVID. 
Right, so they just got the tracks going. Ah, I can't deal. I don't with like that either. Yeah, I hate. Life but yo, so. the same thing. Think of the sports tracks, man. When we were during COVID, oh, they yeah. had the we, crowds. We wasn't cheering. tripping. That was yeah. so dumb. We wasn't Dude, tripping though. I was gonna say I didn't mind I, it, but I did notice during like MMA and shit, <clears throat> I liked that you could hear the coaches. And oh shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I was disappointed because like, I wanted to get that from like the basketball. You wanted to hear them talking to hear all that. Yeah, they bleeping out all the cussing anyway. I mean. No, I, nah, they, you, you for the most part, they got the delays down, bro. I, I didn't, I didn't see you, Donna's handles. <laughs> oh, he said that. Yeah, he <laughs> bro, he got in, he got into the first Let's game. Be real. Who's, who's gonna win that fight? Though? I, I was arguing with niggas about this. Haslam, yeah. You think Haslam? He's yes, he's forty. Yes. He's forty. Don't matter. Well, the Dwight Howard's close to like 40? thirty, he's like thirty-five, but he's way bigger though. He's way bigger though. Yeah, but you, Donna's Haslam. I think I do think Dwight's a little hoe. Um while we talking about shows, obviously I'm gonna skip spiral for now. I'm I might talk about it when y'all leave. Yeah. Uh <laughs> but uh <coughs> Ellen's quitting her show, you told me this? Mm-hmm. Taurus? Hasn't that been happening though? Yeah, she's, I guess she's so. had the, she planned it two years she's ago. She's had the like the, the um 19 seasons accusations for a it while it was right? ganging up on her real tough and I was just I was actually surprised on this one because I thought she was <laughs> I was just surprised to see how they did her with all this this was like the first gay cancellation yeah and it was but she's famous like, enough she's worth yeah. 600 million she was acting like she was just a bitch <laughs> I'm just I don't I don't I was just surprised to see they wanted her to get up out of here you said you say, saying she acted like a bitch like she folded up kind of quick well no like they were saying like she, she was, was a bitch, bitch to oh she's a bitch her staff toxic working by toxic you know I what is this know. so they talk about replacing her with ter- <laughs> Tiffany Haddish that yes. would be terrible. Tiffany Haddish. That was a name really? that they had out there. I don't know how true that is, but um, she was she's been guest hosting, so that's what they're saying. Mm. She may be the one. Oh, to take that over. show is about to go to shit ASAP. Yeah, I agree. I'm not a big. Fan. I was gonna say, yeah. is it not already? <laughs> I, was like, I, I, don't I guess that. it has been. Dead. I, I haven't TV. Se- that's I a good point. Yeah, that's not a big. She's been. They, they're surviving on YouTube though with their clips and shit. You know what I mean? Like that's how they really it's live. Like oh yeah, the YouTube shit. But uh. But, but yeah, I just I mean, if it's Tiffany Haddish, it's like, bro, I we at first you remember when the whole Kevin Hart and the Cat Williams thing and everybody was kinda of talking shit about yeah. Tiffany Haddish, I was like, Why are everybody talking shit about Tiffany Haddish? Now I'm like, Okay, yeah, she's not really funny. I be trying to make her shit funny and like get it and give it I, I gave it a chance. It's like, played out. I'm like I'm trying to uh enjoy this yeah. and I'm just like give it a little fake yeah. laugh to see if it turns into a real one. Nah, like not <laughs> even if they can't even make me smile and yeah. shit, I gotta turn off. Well whenever you try and very your hardest to make somebody laugh, it's not it's not gonna work. She just too her so. character is the same and it's just too much. She Overly hood. She has no Ah, Kevin Hart's not funny either. All right. No, no. Not bad. Like, Some of his shit is funny. I was going to say, he can be funny, yeah, but he's not nearly jokes. as funny as he is rich. His stand-up's not funny. There you go. <laughs> that, dude, that dude understood the business side That's of a, it. Like, yeah, he was yeah. a successful businessman at the comedy show. His older stuff was kind of funny. Hustle his way up hard. Yeah, no, I ain't mad at Kevin <sighs> Hart. I just don't watch his shit. <sighs> Do we need to talk about this uh, James Franco, Seth Rogen shit? What happened? 
He's got allegations. He just said he's not going to work with him because of the allegations. Right? I just thought it was kind of fucked up. I feel like that's slightly hoish on Rogan's it's, part it's because, like, isn't it like sexual misconduct accusation? Allegation. Kind of but I really believe so. them two was fucking each other. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> probably, it probably worked. They had threesomes. Yeah, right, Jay, you know <laughs> I mean? Want to talk about threesomes? <laughs> as much as they joked about it in their movies and like, they, if you've seen like some of the roasts, I think, well, who yeah. was it? This James Franco roast. Oh, There's a yeah. lot of shit being thrown out in there, and it's like, yeah. it reminded me of the Richard Pryor roast. Remember when they was talking uh, about, oh, you in the back there, fucking a dude, and then it comes out that he really was doing those <laughs> <Yeah>. things. <laughs> Richard Pryor was? I yeah. didn't he was know talking that. about sucking yeah. dick for some coke or some shit. He was doing a bunch of crack, too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't put well, it past you watch all those roasts. You be watching them shit, I caught, You know, I caught some. I'm a Paul Mooney fan, weirdly, yeah. like on the low, yeah. which is, I don't know, I think it's kind of... I, I think like it's kind of weird if you're a Paul Mooney fan, but I am a Paul Mooney fan. I like Paul Mooney. I kind of like him. It's, 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 some of his stuff is good. Because he's so, like, hard to reach. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you got to dig for Paul Mooney to get Paul Mooney shit. You, he's not just popping up. Like, uh-huh. Dave put him on a little bit, but, like... I think he has, like, Alzheimer's now. Uh, mm. what he, uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, fact check, maybe. But... But is the why? Why do you think he's coming out and publicly saying I'm not doing? Because that was unnecessary. I just yeah. I, somebody probably asked him. I think it's lame that it's the it's the cancel culture. So maybe he believes that James Franco did these things, and then maybe he's entitled to that. You know what I mean? Like he's so afraid. I was that gonna he's say gonna if he made that choice, like he he would have to go off his own gut instinct. You know. That's your homie though. Too. That's your homie. That's gonna say yeah. you can probably you can know your homie on you some know? shady shit and be like yo. So like, what are the allegations? I don't know. Because uh, it gets tough for I me. just found out about it. It's been going on for a long time, but I just caught a headline like a couple weeks ago. All these motherfuckers yes, got allegations, though. It's the same thing. They, Johnny Depp, said, James you know, Franco. Five women accuse actor James Franco of inappropriate or sexually exploitive behavior. Okay, so but like inappropriate or sexually. So like if your friend's a fucking dweeb pervert, then like... These niggas are yeah, but see, everybody. But if, if he's not raping up. them, though, that's you what, know what I'm saying. saying because like, everybody's getting lumped into that rape. Like, if if you said, "Hey, I want to fuck you," how do you even holler at a female? Yeah, that's, right. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, when like, you're famous, yeah. that that's the thing is what's like what I noticed in the past year with the, the Minneapolis music scene in particular. Oh, you you seen that shit happen? Huh? I'm just, yeah, it's just like if you use if you leveraged your own popularity and shit, that was taking yeah. advantage. That's exploiting. Yeah. You know, like if yeah. you're like, hey, you want to fuck me because you know who I am. Yeah. And and you can't do that anymore without yeah. catching that same that same flag, which Catch, is like that's a, that's a future. L. But but li- listen to like you think of like Kevin Spacey and all these motherfucking like old elite Hollywood cats that got you me too or whatever. It's like that was just how business went. You know, like yeah. these guys that like uh, casting called all these people. Right. Basically, you get to pick from a thousand people one you know and it's like of course the person wants to be that one so then you leverage that for for sex that's what's always been going on so like but is that, that what's you know, going on here I, I don't know but they picking and choosing who they want up out of here too like they, if we can sit here all day and start going and everybody get everybody out of here we want to the thing they're I picking hate, their favorite probably, person yeah, that they don't like what I gone. hate is that we don't know when it's real and when it's not you know what There's I mean no way yeah. It's almost like you can't fuck nobody. I almost just don't be believing none of this yeah, shit. I was going to say, you better, be, you better be a very good communicator. You right. can't fuck any strangers <clears throat> if you got money. Right. And yeah. I think that's just good business. Like, if you're you famous, you have to have contracts. If you have anything to lose, you when you have sex, there's got to be contracts. 
You have yeah, to said, or uh, the horny <laughs> man video taped us. No, but the, <laughs> <laughs> the horny uh, man. <laughs> that's, there's, nah, that's there's an old rap. There's an old rap uh, group called Total Devastation. That was a rap line. Bro. He said, but the horny man video taped her. He was basically talking about an allegation. This shit is from like the early '90s. He's talking about an allegation, and then. He said, but the judge couldn't say a thing because she was riding on my dick like a porno queen. <laughs> that's not like some West Coast. Dude, dude, it's, it's pretty, uh, that's, it's pretty that's good. That's the new way we introduce Moan, by the way. That's the horny man. He said the horny man videotaped her. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, James Franco definitely looks like he could be on some super weird, creepy f- Dude, all these, fuck all shit. these entitled fucking but, rich people. People just gotta get smarter, man. I the just nigga actually kind of looks like a uh, soy to me a little bit. <laughs> like who? You said soy. Our friend Josh. Maybe. Kind of reminded me of him when in I the eyes back a in bit? the day. I like right? what you said. Like, this nigga look a little bit like him. Maybe. I mean, the haircut definitely not. Definitely not the haircut. He looked like the Green Goblin. Maybe the demeanor. <laughs> <laughs> Something about him. Like, <laughs> they remind me of this nigga. I be seeing him in the movies. Well, you can consider his uh, movie career done right now. Probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, no, I give him about five. I mean, they're trying to get Johnny Depp out of there, but you see, he bounced back with a little Netflix uh, reject. They brought it back. They got up. him up out of there for the movie, though, right? What that? <laughs> that's Johnny Depp, though. Oh movie? my gosh, he, he needed an excuse to get the fuck out of Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, goodness <laughs> sakes. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's like I'm done with this shit. Yeah, like, right, and he like, still got paid for it, so. Yeah. They pick and choose who they want gone. I mean, they can sit up here all day and look at somebody's past. Something about them they hate, I well, guess. Well, he hasn't even been doing shit anyway, so... Except for fucking racking up allegations, man. I don't, I don't have any reason to defend this dude or assume that he didn't do it. If his own friend that would be privy to that information is making space for him, that's all I... I, I don't dwell too much on... Like, I recognize... Could be wisdom paid. means that you don't know most shit. I recognize... I don't know most shit. I don't know yeah. what that is. I don't know what the fuck happened, and it really doesn't my opinion doesn't really matter at the same time though the Seth Rogen thing because he defended him at first he just now recently came out and said he wasn't going to okay, do it see, so I didn't it was, dig into it so. he, he, I think he might have been realizing yo this is bad for business so I might so have to behavior like telling a female like, are you sexy yeah what is sexually expected yeah, yeah I was that's say, not okay nowadays because I know some remember what the Louis C.K. situation well, that's, was that's, he was like wasn't he jerking off in front of him or something that like, is the he went to his hotel room he was on the phone with the girls and shit like oh yeah so, I don't know oh, he he did, he's not all the way gone him? though right <laughs> they tried to well, he's, rid of all he's still shit. wrong that dude is wrong but I, what I wanted to just say was like I know homies, and I don't know if you wouldn't fall in this category, but I know homies that say wild shit to pick up females. You know what I mean? And it'd be working. So it's just like, you know, I mean, maybe that's his game. You know what I'm saying? It, he seems like a goofy ass nigga. Should he anyway. be gone for? Should he lose everything? I don't think about he's this? gonna be gone. I mean, he's not doing enough anyways to be movies super. Movies he got coming up. Should they take away? He his probably doesn't have any movies coming up. I bet mean, he does. He I was gonna say. Like, I, I mean, bet she had something in the works when this shit came out. He's he gonna something. survive because this is not the period to cancel him. I mean, he has enough money. He's to gonna survive. He's gonna survive the cancellation because he doesn't have anything to cancel right now. Other than <laughs> he just won't be able to get no new shit. I was gonna say that's pretty much cancellation. When you get canceled, you're not getting. You're not getting any new work. They got rid of what's the new No, I was going to no. say, I was like, Green Goblin coming back? Oh, shit. Um, so, that's kind of all we got for today. Um, 
I wanted to try a couple couple new things with the pod. Maybe we were supposed to lead off, but it's probably better that we just end it this way. See if Taurus did his homework. See if any if niggas did their homework. Um, I'd like to lead off, you know, with a rap quote. You know what I'm saying? Rap quote for the day. Now, Taurus, you brought this into this mix. Did you bring a rap quote? Man, I just I, I dropped it earlier, man. Money and blood don't mix like two dicks and no bitch. Find yourself in serious shit. So that's your that's rap the quote, quote of the day, man. That's the one we got for the day. And why is that, that the quote? That why, that why is that so the we quote? We talked about threesomes. We talked about money. We talked about family and business. <laughs> so okay, so it, it correlates kinda, with it some of the topics. Tomorrow, yeah. So you just just did that and you kind of fucked it up and you didn't say. Yeah, I just put it in there. It was just, it was a so that's the thing. So you know what I'm saying. That's, that's the, the rap quote of the day. day. You know what I'm saying? Biggie. Ten crack commandments. You got one? Ramon, you got one? You got one? What's your rap quote? Um, money brings bitches, bitches bring lies. One nigga act tough, niggas die. Money means money brings money bitches, 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 bitches bring lies. lies. One nigga you know, One nigga get jealous. Die. One nigga get jealous. Who's that? Tupac. Oh my god. <laughs> Who else would it be? Tupac. It was supposed to just be one. Uh, so did you, you didn't bring one, Matt? Right? No. Oh, perfect. I got. I got one. Oh uh, shit. We were talking about. We were talking about Jid earlier. Let's get it. And we were, we had a raunchy conversation. So. <laughs> what you call a chick that don't suck dick? You don't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Bars. And then, uh, that's just life advice. Typically, right we would say healthy. I, I want to do for each pod now going forward. This is 11th. This is the first episode after the milestone 10. Going forward, what's our, not our, we don't all have to come up with one, but what's a healthy habit of the day? We got super healthy with what we were talking about. Today we covered like fifty of them during this episode. My first healthy habit is just be look. We all drinking water. Drink more water. Just we're drinking drink water. smart water too. So we working on the mind and the body. It's not that the water. It's <laughs> not that the water. water with me all the time. It's not man. that the water is smart. It's that you're smart because you got the water. You're you know what I mean? Smart so, people. And it's just like an extra validation on the bottle. So healthy habit. Drink water. I'm Shinobi Gaines. These guys are pros. Thinking what I'm thinking, aim for the bushes. We had Chance York in the building, Matt the Problem, Moan, Taurus, talking our shit. Anybody got anything else to say? Peace, love, soul. We out of this motherfucker. (laughs) All right, good podcast. What you call a chick that don't suck?